everybody. My name is Boris Herzlitt. I am the program manager for, for Guam P-TECH, and I'm here talking with Kaz Endu for Mintalk. <laughs> All right, cool. Like Joe Rogan. Uh, no. Yeah, just less, less, less long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's three hours. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks, Scott. Welcome to the mm-hmm. Stagio. And uh, you brought me a gift here. What is this? What am I drinking? That is a German dark lager. The number one German dark lager. Kostritzer. Yeah, it says so right on yeah. the can. And you can, you know, buy that over at, um, I don't know, can we? Yeah, you can plug. Plug someone else? Yeah, yeah. plug. Plug away. Uh, uh, McCrouds. McCrouds. Buy that over okay. at McCrouds, yeah. Or, you know, at your neighborhood grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they sell it in the grocery do, stores. Huh? Yeah. Do they have this at the beer uh, beer cave over at Foodies? Uh, I'm not sure. They, I know they have it at Payless. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I have... So I like dark lagers. That's my thing. So. I do I like, like dark lagers. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I was... I won't name a place, but it's a local joint. And uh, so, you know, this is like that weird period in COVID where bars were closed, but restaurants could serve, uh, could open. Um so you basically found restaurants that served right, right. beer and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I had this one place. And I was, so they're like, oh, what are you going to be having? I said, well, what kind of lagers do you have? Right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of different lagers. Right? Yeah. And this f- fucking guy. <laughs> he goes, well, that doesn't tell me a lot. Um, you know, beers basically fall into, you know, uh, IPAs, lagers. So you yeah. need to kind of tell me, like, you're looking for a sweet something, or but I'm like, I wanted to say, look, fucker, <laughs> just tell me what lagers you have, and exactly. I'll pick from there. You know, right, I, yeah. I don't need to be, I don't That's need right. to be schooled in beer. I've been drinking. How, how many ways a, do I have to ask this question? Long time, yeah. <laughs> so, so like Kelly's like. You're just you're just salty ever since that you don't like you don't like going there. I go. That's not true. I just don't like to be lectured yeah. about loggers because I said you know he didn't have to say it that way. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I agree with you. Yeah. And if yeah. I had my choice, I would you know totally boycott that place. But that would just not be really cool during COVID. So yeah. You know, um, just speaking of beer, still, um, yeah. I have a friend who's doing his own beer from his from his house, yeah. brewing his own beer. Him and a couple buddies. And I was telling him, hey, man, brew a lager, brew a lager. And he's like, it takes a long time. Yeah. And, and so if you ever wondered why all these microbrews have IPAs all over the place, it brews the fastest. <laughs> okay. It's the fastest and easiest yeah. to brew. And so it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's kind of the trick or the trade, right? And you're like, yeah. oh, oh, we have IPAs. Don't you drink yeah. IPA, you fucker? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, if you want a lager, I got to tie up all my equipment for 30 days. Yeah. And say, okay, I'm going to say that. Well, what kind, of, what kind of IPAs do you have? I go, oh, we have tons of them. Is that because you can't make a lager? There you go. That's, yeah. that, that'll, that'll be my answer. <laughs> I'll be like, is that because you can't make it? You fucker. Plus, the other thing with uh, these German beers, and, you know, you get some good ones down at McCrown's, but... Um, they use the German purity law, and I don't mm. know if many people know much about that. Is it it's like kosher? Is it like it's a kosher thing? Word. Well, it's basically four ingredients. It's four ingredients of beer, and that's oh. it. 
Okay. You know? And what is that? Oh, and that's a good question. Water. <laughs> it's water. Barley. Uh, just, yeah, barley. Um, I don't know what little German s- sweat yeah. from the brewmaster. Yeah. Three drops from the forehead. And so, which you know, I'm, I, I love these kind of beers. So it's very difficult when I go to the microbrews or the brew pubs and places, and they all want to have me. Do you want to try this grapefruit thing or this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I don't want fruit in my beer. Yeah, I don't exactly. <laughs> I just, I'm not a fruity beer guy. I'm yeah. like, the coffee is good. I mean, I like that because it's got some yeah, it has an, bitterness uh, yeah, to it. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind the bitterness of coffee beer, but. But even then, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to just drink beer. I don't right, want to drink right. coffee beer. Right. So, yeah, I like straightforward stuff. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm a total logger. I like amber, amber items. Oh, there you go. All right. Me too. No. Uh, dark. Yeah. Creamy dark, they call them, right? Yeah. Although the that dark always, ales. That always sounds a little sexual. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I get a little creamy dark. <laughs> He's over there. <laughs> All right. So, is this, so you're like a German beer uh, snob, or what? well, I wouldn't say I'm a snob. Yeah, well, I, mean, I meant that in a nice way. I love Bud Light too. Okay, <laughs> so I, isn't that German? Anheuser Busch. Is yeah, Busch well, a German? Yeah. You know, you when I was in Germany, I was drinking the the, the original Budweiser made mm. in Czechoslovakia, mm-hmm. known as Budvar, and right. uh, you can't get it in the U.S. And I think because uh, Anheuser Busch kind of put a stop to that. Before oh, they got sold. Because, you know, Einhardt's Bush got sold, right? They're owned right. by InBev in, InBev, yeah. Yeah. Belgian guys. Exactly, yeah. So, like, I, you know, there's another beer called Yangling. You yeah, ever yeah. See? yeah, yeah. Yeah, And it looks just like Budweiser. Like, the packaging. You ever see it? Yeah, well, I've the, seen the, well, I've seen the, like, green bottles. Uh, no, I'm talking yeah. about the can. Oh, it's the got can, the yeah, okay. red and white and oh, the, the script okay. lettering. And right. I'm like, oh, that's Budweiser, but why is it called Yangling? And they're like, is that, I, I thought it was a regional thing, like, it was yeah. a European um, version of Bud, you know, because sometimes they'll yeah, repackage yeah. it with something else. They go, oh, that's Yingling. Never yeah. heard of it? I go, man, I live in Guam. Yeah. They have like that's four, a, four choices when I was growing up. Yeah. They had Bud, <laughs> Bud Light, Miller, Miller Light. Yeah. And if you were lucky, you ran into an old Coors Light that's, that's, that was on a shelf somewhere and you drank it. Even if, you know, we, there was no like, uh, uh, what is it, uh, born on date back then when we were growing up? No. Not yet, you know. I mean, later on in life. Did we're dating anyone our... care back then no, if the we beer just, expired? Like, <laughs> it's like, ooh, is it cold? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am particularly a cold beer, though. I, yeah. I, unless it's like out of a, like in a beer festival and they do the warm beers. Right. Or if it's super cold outside. But even then, you know, guys like, guys are just stupid because like I was, you know, I'm a, you know, I grew up in Guam like you, and mm-hmm. so I go to college in in the states, and and it's my first like real winter, like hanging out for three months of winter, not like three weeks of vacation and then going back All home. Right. It's like three straight months of winter, and it's cold as fuck. And I'm like, oh man, but you know, we do the we're Guam, so we do the barbecue. And at some point, you know, someone wants to smoke a joint or someone wants to smoke a cigarette or something, and yeah. you can't do that in the house, yep. uh, in the apartment because it stinks it up and people start complaining. So you go to the balcony right, and we're right. outside drinking a cold beer in the cold. And we're like, fuck, it's cold. And we're just sucking <laughs> on cold beer. Like, meanwhile, the girls are in the, in the, in the apartment, you know, the girls that are attending and they're having like hot chocolate or something, yeah, they're you smart. Know, something smart. Yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, or those Irish carbo, uh, whatever it uh, is. Yeah. I don't talk about it. Okay. Yeah. But they're drinking it all warm. Right. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we're just dumb. Yeah. We're just not made yeah. to be that no, no. patient or smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. 
We can well, only think of one thing at a time. Well, this, so. this, this does beer, taste good. Beer. Yeah, I like this. All right. Well, you know what? I've been trying to slow down on the beer as I get older, but <laughs> yeah. but I do like a one nice... One a day doesn't stuff. hurt. No. No. It's yeah. just like a vitamin. That's what, I, that's what I say about my bottle of Jack. It's like, one a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey... <laughs> Uh, let's, before we talk to, talk about your stuff, All right. uh, let's just catch up. So, sure. uh, just for some background for the audience who don't know both of us or know one of us, we, Boris and I have known each other for almost a lifetime, although yeah, we don't probably. always hang out and no, stuff. No, no. We've yeah. known each other since we were kids. And I've always found that if you're, if you know each other since kids, no matter how old you get, or no matter how little time you spend, right, over the years. Right. Once you get in the same room, though, it all just sort of yeah, feels yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's like our a relative. circles are different, but yeah. you know they intersect every now and then. Yeah, it's like yeah. a relative like came, came home or something. Hey, I haven't seen <laughs> Uncle Bob in a while. You know, exactly. but it's still Uncle Bob. You know, so it's like, hey, it's yeah. cu- it's cousin Bo- Boris. How's your brother Sasha? Oh, he's good, man. He's yeah. uh, living in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, he works for the VA. He's a contracting officer for the VA. Is he? He's right. married, kids, oh, and his no, daughter, his oldest daughter is going to college now. And how much, he's younger by, what, four years? Three years, Three yeah, years, yeah, something yeah, like that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That was like two and a half years, but three grades, I think. So what made yeah. him go to Tennessee and made you stay here? Oh, man, that's a long story. Is it? I mean, okay. I could, that, could, that goes <laughs> back the, to the 80s. Huh? Give, me the, give, me the short, <laughs> give me the short, succinct, you know, cliff notes. No, no. What got him out and what I gotta see what brought I you back can say and what I shouldn't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we can always edit. We can always edit that later. <laughs> so, um, when he left Guam, his wife was from Guam too, or grew up here. Okay. But his wife really didn't want to be here. Yeah. So okay. that's big impetus for him not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. She, Which doesn't, is, she doesn't want to come back. Yeah. Not even for a visit. Oh, she'll come to visit, but she's never going to live here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. that's yeah. it's kind of, uh, I don't know, serendipity that I asked that question and you answered the way you did, because there is a question on my sheet later about something like that. So, yeah. yeah. But then, okay, so then you got, you stayed. Obviously, yeah, we I all stayed. left so, at some point. Well, it kind of connects to, um, my parents got divorced in, what, 87? Okay. And I went off to college. Right. And my brother went with my mom for a little bit and then came back here for a little bit. Well, he was he was a cop for a while. That's right. I remember in, in that. In the 80s, yeah. Right. And then when he met his, his wife, um, you know, they decided to settle down in the States and move uh, to the States. Yeah. Is he a cop out there? No. Like he, like, he works for the VA. He's a contracting officer. Oh, so officer. Kinda, which is really weird that when he told me that, when I found out about that, yeah. because... I had knew he was he was used to be in the army, and then he was army reserves. And then he was selling insurance. I was doing all sorts and, of stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he told me that his last thing now is a, he's a contracting officer. I was okay, like, what? I said that kind of connects to what I do. Yeah, you know? yeah. So kind of cool. You guys uh, can yeah. open like a Hertzlin and Hertzlin consulting firm after a while. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so then, and yeah. then you obviously you we all left at some point and came back, right? Um, yeah. So mine was uh, pretty. <laughs> I went to college. Yeah. I went to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Georgia yeah. Tech. For two All and right. A, Ramblin' Rec for two and a half years. Uh, the nice way to put it, I was academically dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You were too smart for the program. Yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah, That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I always tell people that. I was so, too smart uh, for the program. And then, uh, you know, my dad was pretty upset. Sure. You know? He should have sure. dropped a lot of money on this already. Yeah. So I was like, you need to get a job. Right. And I said, all right, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? He goes, well... I have a friend, and you're going to go work construction. Oh, right? okay. 
So I was on Anderson Air Force Base yeah. doing construction, yeah. tying up rebars nice. for three whole days. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no more. <laughs> like, you, had a, you had like this divine, divine epiphany. Yeah, this ain't going to work for me. <laughs> you see my skin? <laughs> <laughs> so what was the motivation after that? I mean, after the sweat and tears, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm going to do something else. I do something else, yeah. yeah. So I just, um, in fact, this is kind of funny. I knew Brian Artero. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so... That's uh, the owner of Lone Star Guys, if you're not sure who right. Brian Artero is. And Crust, right? Crust now, yeah. 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 And so uh, he, he was working at Marty's. Yeah. Marty's was the place oh, back yeah, then, right? Yeah, and he yeah. said, hey, man, I need a dishwasher. Yeah. I was like, I'll take it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Some bartender's did it. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so I started there, and after about a couple months of making a minimum wage, I was like, minimum yeah. wage sucks. That's right. I do not want to make minimum wage forever. Right. And so I said, give me something else to do. I was asking the cooks, teach me how to cook. Right. I learned how to cook. Yeah. Wages went up. Marty's back then had a little snack bar. Yes, they did. Yeah. Right. And the bowling alley was cranking. Right. And so, yeah, that's right. so I said, Hey, teach me how to do that. So I learned how to run the cash register and right. hand out the beers and keep the cooks in line in the snack bar. Then I learned how to bartend, learn how to, wait. and one year later I was a manager. Nice. That's, yeah. that's when I remember reconnecting with you. Yeah. Like stumbling in, <laughs> Hey, Boris, give me a round. Yeah. 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 So then I just kind of, you know, kept going up from there. So Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing, isn't it? We just, yeah. You just talked about, you said minimum wage sucks, and I, I agree it, with it you. Does, yeah. It does. And, you know, this is, and I don't know where you lean politically. It, it doesn't matter to me. But at the end of the day, when we hear about these, you know, you got to raise the minimum wage. you got to raise the minimum wage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, if you make minimum wage comfortable... Everybody's going to stay at minimum wage. That's right. You know, you, it's got it's got to suck a little yeah. bit so that you you tell yourself, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to get out of this. Yeah, and I'm going to do something. Like just you, that you just told the story. You're like, I didn't yeah. want to so, stay there, so you know, I, I advance myself. Minimum wage needs to be a living wage. You know, the, you know that's a little too. You got to describe a living wage. I could have lived on minimum wage, but right. my life would have sucked. Right. And I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Because it's supposed to be minimum wages for entry level jobs. Right. 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 So. And you got to, you know, yeah. it motivates you. Now, yeah. obviously, there are very cer certain circumstances where, like, the people are qualified for more, you know, a much right. higher job, but they just, there's just no job for them or whatever. Right. That's a whole different ball game. Exactly. And it has nothing to do with minimum wage. Exactly. Right. Changing yep. the minimum wage won't change discrimination in the workforce. It That's won't, right. It won't change anything. In fact, it would make things worse probably. Because at this point, if you're if you're too expensive, they're not gonna even hire you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they just get rid of the job yeah. altogether. And say, that, that's what you're saying. I yeah. Mean, every time I mean you could probably go someone there's probably a case study out there, but anytime the minimum wage goes up. You see, you see technology uh, develop faster. That's because right. Because they need to, business owners need to figure out a way to do the same thing with the less amount of people. Right. Yeah. You know? Or so. you, you know, if you have more kids and you just yeah. <laughs> tell them what to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way to do yeah. it. I guess. guess <laughs> it's going to cost you in the long run. Though. Yeah. You're washing dishes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So cool. Now we we'll fast yeah. forward from St. John's, getting the work. Um, How'd you how'd you land into the gig you're you're in now? Mm. I mean, how did that? Yeah, so I, happen? I got my uh, a bachelor's degree in accounting at at UOG. Mm -hmm. and I was doing that for a while over at JWS. I was yeah. the, the controller handling the finances, but over at Tony uh, Scraggs' place, right? Yeah, well, Tony is actually he's in Saipan. He runs the JWS Saipan. Saipan. But his okay. father, John Scrag, is he runs the Guam okay. office. Yeah, gotcha. And so. Uh, 
um, I said, you know what? I'm stuck in this room all day. I did that for like six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And I really don't do anything. And I really want to be able to go out and help somebody and talk to people and right. do that kind of job. Yeah, right? your hands on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at the time I was married and uh, my wife, Denise, you know, you oh, probably yeah. know Denise. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, uh, hey, you know what? There's this job over at UOG. It's a federal program. Mm-hmm. And they're they're supposed to be helping businesses get government contracts. Right. So, oh, okay, I'll apply for that. Got it. And boom, boom, started there. That's about three years after I got it, yeah. the person running it, the program manager, moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. So I took over as the program manager, and I've been there ever since. That's the beauty of careers. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Right? it just kind of happens, right? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. did you start at the very beginning when they established? Like, oh, I think it was I started like, about a year later. It started in okay. two thousand eight. And yeah. I started in 2009. Yeah, so yeah. the program's been going around for 13 years, I guess, this year, right? Yeah. Something like be, that. Yeah, well, 2008, yeah, 13 years this yeah. year. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So have you seen the program grow? Has it been stagnant? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we, it's it grown a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we've seen, I mean, when I started, I had tons of sources and, and, and uh, databases to use to call clients because there's so right. much untapped market, right? <clears throat> there's so many so many small businesses available that don't even know about our services and what we can do and how we can help them get contracts or be a subcontractor. And so uh, now that's pretty much dwindled down, man. I mean, mean, there's always new companies opening and stuff, but a lot of companies know about us now. I can't say everybody does, but a lot. I I think that's common here. I mean, I, I I can't speak for everybody, but I do know a handful of people that are, they're wanting to get into the game, right? Play the game, but they're thinking, oh, there's no way to get in. There's too many players already. And, yeah. and there's a little bit of truth in that. But but then again, you know, yeah. me being in business as long as I have, I, I know one truth. Businesses come, businesses go. That's right. And you, you can't just, if you're just going to sit on the sideline waiting for a room to open, you're never going to get in. Because, right. you know, it's it's like, you remember the old skate land? Yeah. yeah. And, and when when it was really busy and, and you did, you weren't really that good of a skater on, on roller skates. And the, but you had to, like, leap of faith and get in the loop. Yeah, you had to get in the in the gang that's going around. You had the pattern. <laughs> and you got you to gotta hustle. You got to hustle. Yeah, exactly. And the only, only way you can, you can get, get in there without, like, Fucking up the entire traffic flow is to just get to the center of the ring. Yeah, that's, oh yeah. That's where you saw everybody. Like, and you just book it to the middle and then yeah. you're like, okay, all right, balance, balance. Slowly work your way into the flow of traffic, you know. Right. And uh, I, I always tell people that. I go, business is sort of like that. You got to just get in the middle. And then work your way into the flow of traffic, you know, and then and, and then pick up speed as you can. And then you're okay, you know. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah but if yeah. you slow down, the guy behind you that's faster gonna knock your ass down. That's right. That's <laughs> Get right. Get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so uh, tell me a little bit about the program. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a fi- what's um, it's called PTAC. Yeah, Guam PTAC. PTAC yeah, PTAC. Procurement Technical Assistance Center. All right. Yeah. So we just say PTAC because yeah. that's just too many too many words there. Yeah. So yeah. give me the lowdown on PTAC. So PTAC, yeah. So we are a a uh, federally funded program. We're funded by Department of Defense. Okay. So, de- uh, and through the Defense Logistics Agency, that's the logistics arm of Department of Defense, right? Right. So not only does a DLA buy a bunch of stuff from vendors, they also have this grant program where there's about $30, $40 million of funding in this grant program right. that they farm out to all the states and all the territories. In fact, CNMI just got a PTAC this past year. 
They just got their own. Oh, their own program. Their own program. Yep. Yep. They were piggybacking off of well, Guam for a while. Well, yeah, we'd go in and fly and do some workshops there and, and okay. things like that. Um, but they wrote their own grant and they got their nice. They got their program. Yeah. So, and so basically, um, uh, we are funded to help businesses, small mm-hmm. or large, doesn't have to be only small, uh, help uh, get government contracts. And it could be local right. government contracts or federal government contracts, but cannot help with private sector contracts. Okay. So you're, Strictly you're, government contracts. You're like, yeah. you're like the SBA for government, sort of. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're, yeah, we're like, yeah, if you're familiar with the SBDC, the Small yeah. Business Development Center, yeah. they're here to help you build your business, to start a business, right? To grow right. your business. Right. We're here to take, after you're finished with them, all right, you've grown your business, you started your business, you had some private sector deals, now come to us and we'll show you how to sell to the government. Because mm. the government buys totally different than the mm-hmm. private sector. So, now, yeah. now, we always hear about the big contracts, right? Oh, yeah, of I mean, course. That's, that's all you hear about. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, 30 million, what the fuck? You know, yeah. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah. What are they doing exactly? You know, yeah. um, But there's a lot of little little contracts, too. That, there's tons. There's, right? yeah. That a lot of people don't. I mean that doesn't yeah. get the airplay, you know, on the yeah. ra- on the on the news. No. So tell me a little bit about these smaller, smaller, like doable contracts for like mom and pop stores that are, you know, just beginning their journey yeah. into this uh, realm. Yeah. So there are smaller contracts, um, but we always tell clients yeah. and potential clients the best place to start is to be a subcontractor. Okay. That's how you figure out how this whole federal contract. That's thing how works. you learn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can see what your prime's doing, right? And you can see either, yeah, that's working. I'm going to do that, or that's not working. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah, like success stories. Because primes of, don't last forever either. Like you said, businesses right. come and go, man. You know? what, what's some of the su- yeah. success stories that you can say that they started that way and then they've sort of yeah. become this giant now? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, hmm. Well, you could look at Cortec. Cortec yeah. used to be a small business. That's true. Yeah, and they got their government contracts, and now they're a large business. Yeah, I mean, someone told me that Cortec started with the Hee Ho market in Harmony. That's right, yeah. Holy shit. I think so. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, they're mixing concrete now. Yeah. Yeah. They they're huge the, now. They're, they they're one of the largest. Yeah, they've, they've teamed up now with, um, you know, with the buildup going on, there's a bunch of, government of Japan is paying for quite a bit of this buildup, $6 to $8 right. billion. Dollars, because right? of the, that's the agreement they had. Right, and because know. of that, because that money's coming from Japan, the government of Japan gets to decide who wins some of these contracts. Oh, do they? They have a hand okay. in it. They don't, right. I mean, don't know if it's a 100% go, this is to them. But yeah. so what you're seeing is a lot of these large businesses like Cortec, um, Hansel Phelps, um, off the top of my head, it escapes me right now, but yeah. um, they're, co- they're combi- uh, joint venturing and teaming right. up with Japanese companies. Uh, smart. And, yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah. And Cortec just won a huge, uh, two huge one was seventy million. One was thirty million. So hundred dollars, hundred million dollars, hundred million worth of construction projects. Yeah, yeah. Because they were teamed up with a, a Japanese partner. It's yeah. kind of how the banks do uh, syndication loans. You know, they work with other banks to do the bigger loan. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have one-to-one borrower limits. Mm. So if like Boris has this company and he's a great customer, but he's reached his limit with the bank, right. which is federally managed, right? Because you can only lend up to your asset size per per, per uh, customer base but he's a good customer and we don't want to see him go so you syndicate it you know you call yeah. another bank and say hey he's a good customer of ours you want to go in on this loan so we can't we can share the risk <laughs> yeah we we can only give him 100,000 cuz mm-hmm. he's already borrowed 900,000 
you know, you give them the other 900,000 and everybody makes money. Yeah. But it's similar like that. Yeah. So it sounds like the Trump method. <laughs> <laughs> well, he flips, he flips it. Yeah. He flips it. He gets that government funding. But going back to a success story. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that kind of leads to one of the, why aren't, like we were talking about earlier, how come there's not a lot of these small businesses winning these contracts and things like that? Yeah. People don't take the chance. You know, it is a risk. You have to take the chance, put out some effort in there. So. Right. To use an example, um, there was a, a woman started her own sole proprietor small business, right? right? Selling anything and everything, right? And she went to all our webinars, I mean, our workshops. At that time, we were doing actual live face-to-face workshops. Now it's all webinars, but... Right. Um, and she learned. She learned all the registration she needs to do, all the certification she needs to get. She learned how the federal contracting works. And then she just took a chance and started bidding on things. She knew where the bidding sites were. Right. And she... Bid on something, didn't win. Bid on something, didn't win. Maybe the fourth or fifth time she won. Right. And she provided the product at the price the government wanted. Everybody was happy. She provided on time. And ever since that time, every time the government needs a similar thing, they first go look to her. Mm, Without a bid. Well, yeah, because they just go, hey, you know, can you provide this? And then if she can, then they'll put it out, but they know she's going to bid. But they kind of want to see see first. I see, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the interest out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... That's that's how it works. You that's just cool. gotta you just gotta you have to go for it. It's like earning you have to go your, for it. earning the points, right? You're yeah. like, oh, okay, these guys are because. But my yeah. my guess is that the military, um, at the end of the day, they want to they want to work local because then it there is this natural yeah. like you know yeah. unity that happens, right? I've always said, you know, you know the uh, the whole build up campaign that Guam was doing, yeah, and it was run by a lot of uh, smart people, but you know, I'm a message guy, right? I'm a, I'm a communicator. And I heard that over and over. I go, man, that's the wrong message. They need to stop using the word build up because build up just seems, sounds like occupation. It, it sounds like takeover, you know, it yeah, should right, be, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be build up. It should be like, you know, some type of growth, you, you know, community growth or whatever. Let's grow Guam. Something that made the people instantly aware that this was a, they could be part of the stakehold of this advantage. But, right. but when you hear the military buildup. It oh, sounds like a bunch of bombs are coming over yeah. here. Or something. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like imagining like, you know, the fucking fleet coming after, you know, you, you bomb Pearl Harbor and the Japanese right. are like, oh shit, <laughs> military buildup is coming. That's They're coming right. after us. Um, yeah, it just sounds yeah. ominous and, and threatening rather yeah. than like, oh, life is going to be good. It's more like, oh, they're going to take over, yeah. you know, and I've always felt that the the guys that uh, were spearheading that, very smart accountant guys, very smart guys that, yeah. that work for very big firms, no need to put them on the spot here, but um, but they were they were... You know, economic people. Right. They weren't communicators. And I wish yeah. they would have spent some time like, you know, it doesn't have to be me. It could yeah. be anybody that's in the communication field going, Hey, you know, we need to PR this right. You know, right. we know how to we know how to run a P P and L. We don't know how to write a press conference exactly. a press release, you know. And they yeah. never they, they never took the time of yeah. bring in experts to do that properly. Well it's still called the build up, so you still have a chance. I know. To, so if you're to listening to this, yeah, if you're listening to this, call me. Call <laughs> there you me. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you how to sell this. Oh, you know this. what? Actually, I yeah. think the official name is the uh, military realignment. 
Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> the realignment. Yeah, it, make, it makes it seem like a military operation, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it went, it went from we're going to take over to like, yeah, we're just going to take over without you knowing how we're going to take over. I mm-hmm. mean, it just, you know, and, and yeah. this is where the, I mean, I, I, it's amazing. I'm just sitting on the sidelines going, this is where the mistrust happens. This is where all this chaos happens because the way it's been presented since day one has been we're going to you know we're going to bring the big bad ass military here and it's spending and everybody's going to be happy about it but you know i mean that's like um you know that's like if you were living at home and some guy that you didn't know knocked on your door and go is this your house and you'd be like yeah all right, well, good. I got a trunk full of money. I'm taking over. And yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, I'd be a rich man, but yeah. this is my fucking house, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it just it just comes off that way. So yeah. I was like, I tried to explain it to a couple of guys that would listen, you know, because they'll, <laughs> they'll present it at the Rotary Club or something. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you should stop calling it the buildup. Yeah. You know? You know? It's like, at some point, you know, it's it scares people. You know, yeah, you know, I never thought about it that way, but I, I see it now. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I'm like, yeah. Well, it's they, like, they can, I mean, you could use a, a softer word, I guess, and yeah, kind of like, couch you, it in there. Well, look, yeah. like if you're like if you're picking up a yeah. girl in a bar, you don't yeah. go around saying, "Hey, I got a big cock." You know, <laughs> that's not what you do. <laughs> you know, that might work sometimes. <laughs> you might want to. Sh- you can try to show the bulge, like imply implication. It goes go, a long man. way, you know. You, mm-hmm. But you don't go around going, "Hey, I got a big cock. I'm gonna knock you down with it." You know. <laughs> Like, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of curious, but I don't know if I want to see that, you know? Yeah, so, right. yeah, it's just subtle. Be subtle. All right. So, uh, so you, you're, I, I was just trying to read. I was trying to, the reason I re- reached out to you, other than you're mm-hmm. an interesting person to talk to, is, oh, that's uh, good. <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to understand the program more. Because right. I think, um, and what I hope that people will get off, um, after listening to the podcast is like they have a little roadmap of how to work with you guys. I've been in the business for a long time, uh, entrepreneur for 25, 26 years, but this thing is still like gray foggy for me. Yeah. And, and it's probably my fault. I haven't really spent time yeah. to, you know, sit down and really look through the things. And I think right. I signed up to one of your webinars and I didn't even show up. So sorry. Yeah, it, no it, Because, you know, yeah, life happens, happens right? Yeah. yeah, it happens, right? So People but, got businesses <clears throat> to run, man. We totally yeah. understand. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I go, surely I can succeed in this path too. It's something. It, and yeah. I'm, I'm not the guy that wants the $30 million contract. Right. I might be like that lady you talked about yeah. where, you know, I'm providing a, I don't know. Case. Yeah, actually she was providing a, the first one was a firefighting helmets. There you go. <clears throat> I know I might deliver yeah. entertainment, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Like right. there's a lot of stuff that's out there. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of, I'm not quite sure what your question was going to be, but yeah. Um, Government buys a lot of things, a right. lot of things. Right. I mean, you're, you're looking at you know hundreds of billions of dollars worth of stuff. The right. federal government, but they don't buy everything. Right. So it, right. I can't say this program will work for everyone. Sure. It really, truly depends what product and service you're you're selling. Yeah, because government yeah. doesn't make anything. They just no. spend. That's right. They, they just, just spend, spend. Yeah. the money <clears throat> they took. From us, yeah, yeah, they don't even generate the revenue. Yeah. It's funny every time they call it revenue. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's not revenue. Yeah, yeah. you stole that. <laughs> yeah, it's on loan, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on What's loan. That revenue. Yeah. So, 
at this point, is it fair to say, like, at the beginning stage, working with you guys at PTAC, it's, you guys are more like matchmakers. You're, like, sort of saying, oh, you know, if you want to do this, then you go here. Or you want to do this, you do that. Well, it's a little more than that. It's yeah. um, We show you from, you know, step one okay. some certain registrations you need to do right. to get your company on the map. Right. And then step two, where to find the opportunities. And then step three... We even teach you a little bit of how to market yourself okay. to the government. And then step four, when you actually want to bid on something, we can actually review your proposals for you. And oh, you help do? You, you go that far? We go that far and say, okay. you know, we can't write something for you, but we right. can review it right. and make suggestions. Okay. All right. So, so you're like a mentor, counselor? Counselor. We're counselors. Okay. Yeah. That's, how, that's yeah. what you guys call yourselves, yeah, so, counselors. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the program manager and I have two procurement counselors underneath okay. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I mean, do counseling myself. I mean, at yeah. some point, like, you know, like... The IRS, for example, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of IRS uh, counselors. <laughs> Let's what? call them counselors. What is that? <laughs> yeah. IRS. Well, they get they, they get to the point where they're, they're IRS counselors. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're you know they're they uh, they know the whole system inside and out. Yeah. And at some point, they say, you know what? I'm going to make more money going out there, right. And being a tax consultant, right? Get people out of yes. trouble or keep them from getting in trouble, etc. Right? Yeah. Are you having a hard time keeping your counselors or like, do they go at some point like, hey, Eureka, maybe I should just open my business because I know this stuff and start bidding myself or. Yeah, there are people who do that. Yeah. Um, I haven't had that experience here. Uh, we've had some, you know, counselors leave just for, for better pay. Sure. Doing a similar job. Um, so. No, I meant like they yeah. became, you know. But you mean like open their own business, providing the same type of service. Yeah. Uh, that or just getting into the game itself as a, as a provider. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I have not seen, witnessed that here locally okay. with my staff or any of my previous staff. Yeah. And, uh, but we do, um, there are private companies out there that'll do the same services we provide. Okay. Of course they'll charge a fee. Sure. And so our tactic to market ourselves with that is always, um, hey, you know, are you guys are we don't we don't charge a fee. We're free because it's already paid with your tax dollars. Sure. You already paid for it. So you yeah. might as well use our service. Right. But if you want to go pay a guy to help you do this or a girl right. or a woman, yeah. fine. Go okay. ahead. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So it's like it's yeah, it's yeah. like prepaid, right? It's prepaid, yeah. Yeah. You already paid for it, buddy. Yeah. So you might as well <laughs> and, and in fact the even the, the crazier thing, yeah. no one on Guam paid for it. Right. Federal taxpayers right, right. paid for it. Yeah, uh, people, we, we yeah. pay locally here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the beauty of, that's the beauty of Guam, you know? Yeah, so yeah. sometimes you got to think about, yeah. like a lot of people complain about living on Guam, like, ah, blah, 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 blah. But you're like, hey, you know, that we get some things here that we shouldn't, but we do. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Have you ever looked at a property tax bill here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero. <laughs> it's like, you know, a quarter of a percent? It's some ridiculously low I know. Number. <laughs> it's like, uh, the, yeah, the property tax for like yeah. the moguls who own a lot of yeah. stuff here. I would probably say that they pay on average the same amount of money I would if I took a bunch of friends at Rotary Sushi and had a really big night. I'm like, that's probably that'd be the same equivalent bill. Exactly. Like, Wait a minute, you own twenty buildings and that's what you paid for property mm-hmm. tax? Holy shit, man! I spent that yesterday at Rotary Sushi. Uh, I wonder how that happens. Yeah. Well, God damn it. Wait, who's the people writing these laws? Oh yeah, it's those same people. Yeah. I kept telling them to stop taking the blue plates. Shit. Get the white plate. Those are two dollars. You're taking the six dollar plates. All right, cool. So, um, so people listening, maybe they have no business experience, yeah. but hard workers, smart. You know, they have all the acumens of becoming a, yeah. a good business owner. How do they start with you guys? Don't. No. No. 
go see Small Business Development Center. Okay. You got an idea for a business, go see them. Okay. They are great at helping you start your business plan. Because you got to put a plan together. Right. And most people, you know, they don't put a plan together. They just, oh, I got this. I know how to cook, so I'm going to start a restaurant. Right. And they just go for right, it. Right, right, right. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need a plan. Right? Yeah. And that plan needs to change. You need to change yeah. that thing every month, you know, especially in the first couple of years. That's true. And so get do that. Get that done so you know wh- where you're going. You know what you're selling. And then when you're all good and you want to start branching out to the government, come see us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good advice. So get your shit together first. Yeah. Then when you're ready, you establish, you got all your protocols, you understand um, how to run yeah. your business, your revenue stream, your your potential revenue stream for them, yeah. diversification with their product lines, a new right. channel for sales, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, when I was running, a, um, you know, back in the days when I was younger, man, I... I would run a bar. I own a bar, House of Brutus. And, yeah, uh, I remember. That's cool. I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people loved it. And, and in fact, some people loved it so much that I had guys come in there six days a week, you know, and yeah. it just them and the boys and they'll come a happy There was a burger there. That was really Yeah. Oh, yeah. The In-N-Out burger. I, I did the In-N-Out burger, but it was the King was burger. Brutus burger? Brutus no. burger. Yeah. I got a bunch of burgers. We, were, we won the burger prizes over there. But yeah. I would see these same six... Yahoo's right. Every single day, about four thirty, they come in. They'd uh, drink maybe two hours. Just you know, they're all married, so they just wanted to like have a good time right. and then go home. And uh, you know, and they get their bill and they'll split it, and it's all good. And then like a month in, I was down there and I was talking to them. They're like, "Hey, hey, Cos." I go, "Yeah." Because uh, we're thinking about opening a bar. What do you think? I go, well, why do you want to open a bar? He goes, you know, I, mean, I was perfectly fine with it. Bar yeah. owners come to my place to drink. I go to their place yeah. to drink. It's, it's, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind the competition. But I go, well, why do you want to open a bar? He goes, well, we did the math, man. We spent like uh, average $300, uh, you know, a week, you know, drinking here and, and other places. And we thought like, man, if we just open a bar... We can charge that to somebody else, and we can drink for free. I go, <laughs> I just started laughing. Go, sounds like a solid plan. I, yeah, I go. Now, did you conceive this while you were drunk or while you were sober? I go. So you're telling me that you think that? I said, just look. You guys split like sixty dollars, fifty dollars a person, right? Yeah. They're like, yeah, okay. I said, okay, just stick to that. Unless you're going to be like full blown alcoholic and drink all day. There's really no point in you opening a bar, and that's really the wrong reason to open a bar. <laughs> right. Okay, but 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 that's just let's just go with your logic. Yeah. <laughs> because you drink a lot, you want to open a bar. Let's go with that logic. Okay. So you understand that when you open a bar, you probably shouldn't be drinking at your bar, because that means customers and your employees will be stealing from you because you're too stupid and drunk to know that they are. That's right. Yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> I said second. Um, do you drink every day? Like, do you? They're like, yeah. I go, no, do you really though? Like Monday, Tuesday, always Sunday. You never spend time with your kids or anything like that, right? Like like if 365 days out of the year, Christmas, all that included. I know you drink at home, but I'm talking drinking at a bar. Would you drink at a bar 365 days out of the year? No, fuck no. I got I got a life. I go, okay. You kiss that goodbye. Because you own a business, you got to pay attention to it all year round you can't you can't just say oh hey i'm gonna take a vacation 
Yeah. You know, it's on you now. Yeah. Oh, that's the first way you're going to lose that business. That's right. So after all that, they're like, yeah, but we spent $360 a week. I go, I said, trust me, man, that ain't going to cover your payroll. <laughs> so, you know, either drink at home <laughs> yeah. and spend a little less because you're not paying for the overhead, but don't open a bar. Not with that concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely not a good reason to yeah. open a bar. Yeah. So yeah. I, you don't have to name names, but. But you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I did a bar business. I mean, I was yeah, at Marty's for a long time. Marty's, yeah. And then I, we opened the first TJ Fridays on Guam. Yeah. I was part of that crew. Yeah, with so. uh, Kevin. Right? With Kevin, yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevin let's not Kevin. go there, man. Let's <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, let's go there. Let's go there. I like that. You're going to have to edit that out, man, if we go there. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, we'll I'll tell you the story, but. Okay. Well, 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 tell me the story. We'll edit it out. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I, I, double, I double. I mean, let's, All right. let's put it on So, tape. I'd say about six months into Fridays. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We started doing that band thing, right? Oh, Rumblefish. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So we'd move all the tables out on, on a Saturday night or yeah. Friday and Saturday. Right. And and we were cranking. I right. mean, we were making tons of money. Tons yeah. of money. Yeah. I didn't know. We never seen sales like this, right? And uh, all that money, it was making it to the bank, right? Yeah. So we're like, what's going on? Or at least we thought it was. And uh, <laughs> so, I, oh, I remember um, the accountant one day walked into the store, into Friday's. And he was, and Kevin was there and he's yelling yeah. at Kevin. He's like, Hey man, we don't have enough money for this for payroll. And I'm just walking by and over here and I go, I'm like, what do you mean we don't have money for payroll? Yeah. Have you seen our sales on Friday? What's going on? Right. And so yeah. they kind of ignored me and just yeah. kept talking. And so then I said, this doesn't seem right. And I think the next week I went to their main office and I cornered the accountant and I said, Hey man, what's going on? Why are we not having enough money? And then he just said it. He goes, well, all the money's being used to pay off Kevin's personal credit card bills. <laughs> Shit. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. That's some fucking credit card and then, bill. And the next day, I just handed in my resignation. Resignation, yeah. I was like, what's the point? I know. What am I going to do here? Bust my ass and I mean, the money's not being reinvested into the business? Yeah, right. people people don't understand. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, It could get like on a good bar night with uh, with live entertainment and people having a good time you know you can avoid the fights and all that and all the drama yeah. you could clear 5 6000 a night easily oh dude we're doing double that easily yeah right yeah. so yeah so you could do that <laughs> i mean i remember like yeah. when 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 hooters opened and you know all this time i was spending time and energy trying to create these wonderful food destinations with you know cool lights and ambiance and you know, high quality market food, you know, and then I open Hooters and beer wings and, you know, fucking oysters. Right, right. And we're making eight, $9,000 <laughs> in sales a yeah. night. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Why, why am I doing these steakhouses? Exactly. Why am I doing these things? <laughs> I, uh, so stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but. But you know, but you know that's how it usually is in the beginning too, right? Yeah. The first that, three six kinda... months, every it's new. Yeah. Everyone needs to try it. Yeah. And and I don't know if you've you've probably noticed this. You've been in the entertainment bar business for so long. Guam has a short attention span. Oh man, it does. I mean, when something opens, bam, everyone goes. They try it once. Very few people go over and over yeah. and over it's, and, and it's, keep it going. Yeah, right? it's that. Oh, I've been there already. Yeah, and then it's back to you know cooking in the backyard kitchen. Yeah, you know, I tried their frittata. It's not so good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can make better. It's just amazing to me though. Yeah. Man. yeah. Well, that's why those convenience yeah. stores always yeah. have the new in front of the new Paradise Store. The right, new, right, new right. Paradise. Yeah, exactly. Store. The ultra new Paradise, Paradise Store. store. The third. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
V new. <laughs> Once they can't come up with anything else, they're like, they just put a V in it or yeah. an A or something, you know. A new Paradise Stores. Like, how? Oh, how many yeah. versions of Paradise Stores can you open? But I always thought that was kind of, what do you want? What do you, uh, paradoxical. I yeah. mean, people here are always saying, hey, we want new things. We want new things. And then a right. new things come and they right. try it and then they don't go back. And you're like, yeah, unless like, uh, unless it dominates like yeah. a Home Depot well, yeah, or something oh, like that. Well, yeah, yeah, because I mean that's understandable. But you know, once a yeah. Lowry or whatever yeah. is it, Lowe's Lowe's opens, uh, okay, yeah. then they might leave the Home Depot because oh, there's a Lowe's. Yeah. Fuck it, fuck Home Depot. Yeah, they don't ship here anyway. Right, <laughs> exactly. assholes. Yeah, like a Target. You remember so so many years there was rumors of Target coming and to, Walmart to, to replace yeah. Kmart and then, yeah. And then Kmart just hit the fucking have. wall. Like, uh, I guess they, uh, what I heard, I don't know if you heard this, but Kmart corporate sold Kmart here in Guam yes. to the previous CEO of Kmart. Right. Who yeah. saw the numbers and like. Yeah. Well, hey, Guam I, was the number one store. Yeah. They're like, he's like, oh man, I'm going to fucking buy Kmart Guam. Fuck this. Yeah, you ever been to a Kmart in the States? <laughs> oh yeah. It's, you're <laughs> it's, like, what is this crap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty horrible. bad. It's pretty bad. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like one of those um, shop for free stores or something like that yeah. that we have here. But it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, when they, when they started talking about that, I was like. Because one day all the liquor was gone, like the beer and everything from the shelves were just oh yeah gone. yeah, yeah that's like, right. I go, what the fuck? Oh, you guys can't. What? Oh, we have a new owner, so we're still applying for the liquor license right. and all that. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, who's the new owner? I go, we can't tell you, bud. <laughs> you know, Guam. Yeah. We can't tell you, bud. It's the CEO of Kmart. He uh, resigned or he retired and he bought the one in Guam. I go, oh. I thought you know, I think I thought he bought like. A bunch of them. Yeah, like a hundred yeah. of them or something like that. Yeah, but that <laughs> bad timing because then COVID hit right. like a year after. He's probably like, fuck. <laughs> Kmart stayed open. Do they? Oh, yeah. I they, mean, well, no, but you know, wasn't it weird? They that hit? you couldn't touch something? Yeah, like yeah, you were there to get, is, is, is it essential? I said, yeah. I don't know. It's birthday. Oh, I remember I grabbed something out of there and I just bought yeah. it. I'm like, it's a, is, is it essential, sir? I said, yeah, it's birthday cake in the. I need to get a birthday card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can get the cake, but you can't get the card. Yeah. Why not? It's just right there. Exactly. Sorry, I, I can see it. I can see yeah. it. Am I supposed to make it at home now? What the hell? Yeah, they're trying to save you five bucks. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, sir, you can just print, you, uh, use your computer and print a card. Yeah. I said, well, I don't have any ink in my printer. Can't buy that either. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Yes, not essential, sir. <laughs> All right, so let me segue to uh, COVID since we're talking COVID. Oh, COVID, yeah. All right, so Great. COVID has. Are we going to go down the conspiracy? Well, we could, we could, we could, <laughs> but let's 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 do it in steps. All right. So whether we believe what's happened, that it's the true scale of what happened, okay. Nonetheless, it's out there. All right. right? And you know, I tend to be on. Uh, I, I tend to be pragmatic um, as much as possible and go, okay, well, fuck it. You know, it happened. Right. It's everywhere. People, some people don't know what's happening. We don't really know what's happening. Nobody really knows what's happening. Some people know exactly what's happening and using it for their leverage, right? Right. To, but at the end of the day, everything changed. And um, in your case where you're working with clients and you're going through, you know, you, you guys were probably yeah. really hands-on to the point yeah. where like... All, most of our stuff was face-to-face. Right? Yeah, come and see me tomorrow or, you know, whatever. Yeah. That suddenly like turned on its head. Yeah. 
how, what was like, what did you have to learn quickly? What yes. did you do to adjust to quickly? <laughs> learn how to use Zoom real Zoom. quick, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys can use Zoom. It's like, Yeah, know. we can. We're not, yeah. you know, because we're, we're actually uh, University of Guam employees. The oh, money just okay. comes from the Fed, see, so we're not federal employees. You know? Yeah, federal funded, but. Federally funded, but Guam employees, uh, basically. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the pandemic kicks in and uh yeah the face-to-face is gone uh, we can't meet with anyone so right and we were doing the work our workshop we had a weekly workshop every thursday at 10 mm-hmm. o'clock in, in at uog and that was the that was a thing most people knew about it the business right. owners knew about it the business owners would attend it so i said hey we got to switch to online all right let's figure this thing out right so i personally just went and bought the zoom subscription oh you and did just said i'm just going to set it up for guam p tech right? right and so i set it up and we just started doing the webinars I think initially we started doing two a week just to see right. what it was like. Right. And we were seeing, we get better attendance. Uh, we're oh, getting uh, yeah, I guess more, it's more people attending. Or, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they don't have to drive anywhere. Right. They could just wake up, sit at their computer with a cup of coffee or whatever right. and, and watch the way. Well, park. they can they can go to their yeah, offices yeah. anyway. They don't even have to have the video on. <laughs> yeah. You know, they could just keep the screen off. And yeah, just, yeah. So they don't even have to shower. Right. You know right, I mean? right, they, right. Just, they didn't have to prep, they didn't they have have to prep, prep for the class. class. Yeah. And so... We're like, okay, well, this seems to be better for us then because yeah. we had more attendance yeah. and, and I think more people get something. And we, uh, and at the time, there was no CNMI PTAC. So we were getting no. a lot of people from the CNMI right. coming in from Zoom. Right, so, right. Um, so it's actually improved. I was going to say- improved it, it improved, improved our numbers. It improved our numbers. you yeah. guys worked. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like, let's say post-COVID, you know. You yeah, gonna, that's you gonna, the thing now. What are we going to do? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to well, do? See, OG still shut down. Right. Is there's the public can't go there and they're basically using OG for vaccines, right? Yeah. So that's the shot factory. Yeah. Um I don't know. We're gonna continue with the webinars, but we're definitely got it. We also like to do a lot of um like industry day things mm-hmm. where we invite the contracting <clears throat> officers down or we've had it before where like um who uh Captain Nito Bloss before he retired, he was or stationed in Hawaii at Pearl Harbor and he wanted to find some People who could do uh, ship repair and um, mm. provide products and services for submarines and ships. Yeah. And so he came over and we had a big industry day invited. You know, there's probably like 100 contractors in the room. And, right. And, you know, so we like to do that. And that's better face to face. Sure. Because and then we have something um, that we partner with. We partner with um, Guam Contractors Association to do this thing called Meet the Generals. It's, it's actually their event. They partner with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that thing is actually, you know, we get subcontractors that have been vetted. They have their uh, their documents ready. They have something that we, it's a marketing tool. It's called a capability statement. Okay. And we, and we use that tool for, to, for them to, you know how we all have business cards? Yeah. It's a business card for your business, sure. not for you. So it's like it's, a, they, call it's that, a, they call them CVs over yeah, in the yeah, Philippines. But it, yeah. It, yeah, but it's just like a one page document that tells a little bit about your business, yeah. some highlights of your business. Like your credentials. Your credentials yeah. and any past projects and awards yeah. you've gotten and things like that. And so we had those guys vetted and they all got to, you know, everyone got five minutes to meet with. And there was about 12 different primes, prime contractors, mm-hmm. Cortex, your Black Construction, your Hensel right. Phelps, your whoever, right? The big also, boys, yeah, yeah, the big boys, right? And so that was a great thing. And you just can't do that on Zoom. No. It's just, yeah, it that's sucks. not going to work, man. Yeah. You have to do that face to face. Someone's so. going to pull a tube in and just stand up. Hey, you got no pants on. <laughs> or the cat face thing. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 yeah. You seen that one? The yeah. lawyer. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, just some so things that work really nice. I think nice we're going to do person. both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going forward. So maybe just I focus think. more on the events and, and gatherings and yeah. then. 
and you know, do the classes on, on yeah, the, the web. Yeah, the industry days, the yeah. meet the generals, the, the face-to-face thing that are just, you know, yeah. must be face-to-face. That's right. what we're going to do in person. And the, I think the weekly seminars we could do via Zoom, keep doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. That'd yeah. be cool. I might, I'd, but the I, other thing we do is we survey our clients all the time, at least once a quarter. Yeah. So that'll probably be in the in the survey when we get the all clear that, you know, if so, we ever get to P-Core. Yeah. What? Five or whatever. When there's no more P-Core. Five and a half. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever get to that, we'll send out a survey. Say, all right, what do you clients prefer? Should we go yeah. all face-to-face or hybrid? What do you, and we'll, we'll make our clients decide for us. So. How, how many clients do you guys currently have? What are so your we, active uh, In our database, we have about 1,700. Oh, wow. But about 800 are active. Active, actually, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you, do you scrub them out if they go out of business yeah. or they just Yeah, yeah. Every okay. year, year and a half, I go through the database and kind of just, yeah. all right, these guys aren't around no more. Inactivate them. And, yeah. yeah. So if, you know, like, um, I, I hate to put it this way, but if, oh, you, if, if you get a credit card. Put it that way. Yeah, you, you get your credit card and, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, like if I have a the United Chase card and I can go and say spending summary and it'll tell me oh, yeah. how much I've spent on utilities, right. blah, blah, blah. What's sort of the, what's the heavy part of the spending and what's sort of like very niche for in terms of federal spending? On uh, Guam? On Guam, yeah. Construction. Construction, number one that's by number far, one, yeah. By far, because yeah. of the, uh, yeah. The, did the, we, do we get a new word yet for the buildup? Um, because of the realignment, no, you don't previous, like that one. yeah, I don't like that either. Build up realignment <laughs> because of the partnership, the partnership, the partnership, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because of the uh, what civil union now, that's yeah, too. the engagement, <laughs> yeah, the engagement, there we go, the re engagement. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, now, uh, yeah, construction by far, by far, number but that's one, that's gonna dwindle or is that gonna continue? Thing? Well, it's starting to, we're looking at. I mean, last year there was over, last year in awarded contracts, and I'm not thinking, is this just construction? I got to look at the numbers. Yeah. But yeah, it was over 800 million. Oh, wow. In ongoing and future awarded. And they're looking at that to peak at probably like 1.5 billion and maybe 20, 2024, twenty four, twenty twenty. And they're looking at boots on the ground in maybe twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. Well, yeah, so, it was was it like three point three billion all all together was budgeted or something like that? Or was it eight eight billion? <laughs> it I must forget. have maybe three when it, back in two thousand six yeah, yeah. when they first were talking about this thing. Yeah, but it's ballooned yeah. to like eight billion oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's right? what they all say about the government. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime they quote you a figure and uh, a time, yeah. Double both. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to be. Times eight, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Biden's got the wallet. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's it's going to be at, you know, eight billion at least. But it's, yeah. it's a done deal, right? I mean, there's no walking back any of this anymore. And you know, I can never say a done deal. They can just, I can just quit, they closed walk NAS. Away. They just walked away. Well, I guess. I mean, it was slowly dwindling, but yeah. they could do the same thing. But, but mm-hmm. Japan won't take them back. So, like, Japan's like, hey. You got to go. You got to do this. You yeah, but they this. could move them to Australia. Oh, I see. They can move I to see. other places. There's okay. other places they could go if they had to. You know, yeah. So. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with 99.9%. Yeah, we just don't want to jinx anybody. Not, yeah. not 100% done deal. Never is a done deal. Well, if I think if the, uh, I suppose if the, um, the aggression from China continues um, yeah. and this sort of continues that route, I, I don't see them reducing position here no they'd double down maybe 
uh, if, if anything. Yeah, I don't know about the, yeah, it's hard enough to building all the housing they need to build and the, and the bachelor quarters and the enlisted quarters. Right. It's just. So if, yeah, if you, if you're not in the construction yeah. business yeah, and, and you, you, that means you're not subbing or anything, right. what's the next best thing to be looking at if you're an entrepreneur? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of, going back to construction, there's a lot of things yeah. that feed into construction. Sure. Right? So when you build a building, I mean, you're not going to be the one probably providing the uh, alarm systems, the computer systems, the... The pipes. The, yeah. What, well, you might. You might yeah. do that. But um, uh, the furniture, those right. are usually separate. So those are areas for subcontractors sure. to bid on. Uh, the different systems that coincide with the construction of a building. Uh, the next big thing would be um, facility support services, mm. which is D- DCSP yeah. 21, right? The aftercare, yeah. Yeah, the, the logistics support and things right. like that. And then you have the usual um, <clears throat> maintenance stuff like um, yard maintenance services, janitorial services, yep. um, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then there, there's actually quite a bit of environmental work you know, that's going on. So they're, they, you're always looking for environmental consultants. A lot of stuff happens in uh, the CNMI as well. Also, my yeah. buddy Paul Packbeer is probably making some money. PCR? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he has any prime contracts. He might be a sub. Sub. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he likes that low key because he likes he to- He might, yeah. He likes to play with bees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's on my, I had him as a guest right. on my He's podcast. Yeah. Giant. So I, I'm always, whenever, that's a big thing now, man. There's, yeah. other, there's quite a few B, well, B you guys. Know, it's it's uh, organic, you know, it's yeah. a big, big thing. He, yeah. he's so funny. He's like, uh, He's like, yeah, you take that local honey and, and uh, if you want to turn on your lady, you, you, you put some honey on their nipples. I'm like, <laughs> can you do that with any honey? Yeah, I said, does it have to be organic and does it have to be yours? He goes, well, I'd like it to be mine. I go, you just want to think about it. Stop that, it. that little squeeze tube of Subi, honey. That's not gonna... <laughs> I know. He's all right. I had him as a guest and we talked yeah. about that and uh, he got all mad because I, I had to cut some of his uh, interview out. I go, we can only talk about bees for like an hour, man. <laughs> People are going to tune out. <laughs> So, it's like you gave that other guest two hours. I said, I know, oh. but we were talking other oh, things. He's you competitive, know. man. He's competitive. <laughs> yeah, so, but we, we, we love him. I said, I, I said, we'll have you on as another, another uh, to, to extend the bead conversation. There you go. Yeah. But, I, but I learned a lot in that bee, uh, bee yeah, thing. Well, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, honey creates a natural uh, reaction in the throat, like peroxide. So if you're having a sore throat or you think you're coming under something, or maybe uh, you know if you're smoking cigars or cigarettes or weed or whatever, and, and your throat gets all kind of scratchy. Yeah. You get a teaspoon of honey, and boom, it it has a peroxide yeah. uh, effect, and it just disinfects your throat. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that was why that happened. But you know, yeah. you feel that say when you have a sore throat, drink some yeah, yeah, hot yeah. water with honey or yeah, hot yeah. water with so lemon juice. So if you juice. if you don't even dilute it, yeah. boom. And then if you have like allergies, yeah. Um. And and the way to sort of get that uh, immunity from it, you know, the, is to take local honey. So, like, if let's say you move to Hawaii tomorrow, yeah. and you start sneezing because you have allergies, ah, uh, because it's coming from the local plants. Yes, uh. and that's how you would build the immunity from from local bees. So I go, oh, that makes sense. Some, yeah, that some of that sense. shit I learned. I go, I said, see, those are interesting. The, yeah. the, the the honey on the nipple isn't, you know. <laughs> I said, I mean, I, I get that, but that yeah. sounds like a pickup line. Um, but uh, yeah, those are those are pretty interesting. So like, if I'm feeling under the weather now, I'll get, I mean, it has to be that organic stuff, yeah. not the not the sugar substitute right, that they right. have. And you just throw it in there, and it, you can feel that burn. And I was like, oh yeah, and it works. Yeah, and I follow yeah. that up with a shot of Jack. 
<laughs> yeah, just in case. Just, yeah, that's right. yeah, just in case something's lingering. Yeah. Wash that honey away. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Mm. And uh, that's what you've been doing. Yeah. Feel free to answer All them right. honestly. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where are we going? Yeah. All right. Off so, the business? No, no, it, no. This is still. Uh, it, mm. Because I, I do think that people think this way. Because I think this way. Okay. So a lot of the bid the bid system here. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not focusing particularly on what PTAC does, but just any bid system. Sure. There's a general sense like, you know, it's predis- predisposed. Like they've already made up their mind who is going to get it. Um, and so unless there is some freak occurrence... You know, you're just you you just you're just doing this process to earn, you know, pay the dues, if you will. You know, they want to see yeah. your name on the list a few more times, and then they're like, okay, this guy's legit. Um, you know, he's trying at least. You know, but yeah. but you can't just sort of give up after one bid, and you're like, oh fuck it, this is right. rigged. I think it's rigged, like not in a bad way, but I think it's rigged that way. Like people are like looking at your credentials, but they've never worked with you, right? Um, so, you know, all, all things given the same, they're going to go, we'll give it to Boris, you know, cause hasn't, right, first right. time I've seen cause, but then yeah. like cause has bit eight times now in the last eight months, uh, he looks hungry, you know, I'll mm-hmm. give him the same, we, we give Boris enough, you know, let's give it to cause. Is that kind yeah. of how that works? No, I, I, no, no, I mean, it's not, not supposed to work it's that not, way. It's not that yeah. subjective. I can't, I, I'll bet some of that's going on. Yeah. Some of that's going on. And probably, you know, I would say uh, when it comes, you know, private sector, government, yeah. divided into three sectors, private sector, government of Guam, federal. Yeah. The federal government would probably have the least amount of occurrences of that. Okay. Yeah. It's just that's true. In, in the private sector, you can do that. Sure. That's fine. So, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and in Gov Guam, happens all the time. I'm Gov Guam. Yeah. I'm sure that's happening in Gov Guam. Sure. I mean, but I think in the private, in the federal sector, it's less, it, it's, it doesn't, you know, not happen. It yeah. does happen every now and then, but. So, you know, uh, when, when you're building a building, let's go to construction. I mean, yeah. that's not preordained. I mean, that's all qualification because, because anyone in the world can bid on it. And it doesn't matter where you built a building before you built it. And you might have some different local building codes, but in general, right. it's pretty much the same process. So yeah. um, they get, you know, when it comes to certain things, they'll, they'll maybe get 10, 20 bids. So yeah. they got to look at everything. So the yeah. prime so there's an evaluation team on the federal side. So how it works is. Um, let's, they build, you know, want to build a building, they yeah. gather everyone's bids. Um, and then there's an evaluation board and these boards aren't the contracting officers. They're different people. They're not engineers or construction right. guys either. They're just people working in the office, different who have signed up to be on the source selection team. Mm-hmm. And they have a grading criteria. They have a sheet in front of them and they sit there and they make sure everyone wrote their proposals to the evaluation factors and they give them a grade excellent good outstanding i see not good you know poor. so there's, there's enough yeah. of them to kind of make it an honest yeah. system right i think so i mean i can't say you know yeah. all i mean it's not like especially when it comes to construction and that's yeah. the main thing on here services right. probably a little more okay possibility for um, now does that review yeah. process happen locally or off island. Uh, well, okay, that's that's a good question because yeah. a lot of the big contracts that we're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. the ones you see in the paper, those aren't the work's done here, right. but the contracts are happening in NAFAC Hawaii. I see. When NAFAC Pacific, which is also right. stationed in Hawaii, so that those teams will be in Hawaii making those selections. Okay. Yeah. Now let's let's bust yeah. some, you know, yeah. let's do some myth or truth. Okay. All right. So 
because uh, this is like this is the common questions people have, and and, yeah. and and you hear it all the time. So women, women, minority, yeah. veterans, oh, okay. uh, native the, the Indians, different you know, socioeconomic the, categories. Yeah, do they have yeah. an edge, or is it just is that uh, just optics, or is it just is it real? Is like they actually <clears throat> have an edge. Yeah. Over someone that's just as qualified, but they just don't fall under any of those categories. Yeah. So the answer is yes. Yes. Okay. So find <laughs> no, yourself wait, wait, a wait, woman. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Native. Uh, yeah. Native. I mean, the answer is yes and no. So okay. All you right. don't have an edge just right. because you fit into that category. Right. You no, still they have, they have, have to, to qualify. Be, you still have to be providing a great product or service. No, I get that. Yeah, you're right. You know uh, but, what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. all considered the same. Yeah. Let's say, so, yeah, let's say company A yeah. is owned by yeah. a um, Anglo-Saxon, you know, White, uh, you can say white, white dude, yeah. right? White dude, the white, worst category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> white dude who's got yeah. twenty years of experience in yeah. doing whatever this bit is, and then you've got on the on the other side, yeah. uh, let's say African American veteran, veteran woman, woman, oh, yeah. uh, hitting all the marks, yeah. and uh, maybe service disabled. Uh, yeah, disabled, missing yeah. a leg or something, mm -hmm. and then um, maybe grandma was American Indian, right? Oh, okay, great, right? Sure. And she, this company B is owned by yeah. that person, has maybe 15 years. Right. Not quite 20. Right. But good 15. Yeah. That that company B is going to be looked at more preferably than it A. It depends. It depends. depends. Yeah. So that's the subjective area. Yeah. It goes back to how the government buys. Mm. So let's say the government wants to buy 50 sets of tables and chairs. Okay. Right. The first thing they do is they put out something known as a source of sought notice. It's something, it's like a marketing. All They're right. trying to, or it's like a request for information. They're trying to figure out who in the market can provide this service. Right. And on, when you respond to that source of sought notice, you're not giving your price or anything like that. You're just talking about your capabilities, going back to that capability statement. And they w definitely want to know, are you a minority? Are you American Indian? Right. Are you African American? Are you uh, a woman? Are you... Is your company in a hub zone? That's a big thing, always the, the hub zone. zone. Guam's okay. in a hub zone, right? All right. Um, uh, are you socially disadvantaged? Are you um, a, a small disadvantaged business? So they want to know all these things. Right. And the reason for that, the reason why they're asking that is because there's something in the federal contracting known as the rule of two. Okay. If at least two of one category respond to that source of sought notice, and it looks like that they could do the work because they have the similar experience, mm -hmm. um, then the government can do something known as a set aside and just go, you know what? This contract now is for women only and only women can bid on it. Oh, I see. Or only hub zone and only hub zone can bid on it. Right. Or only, um, there's no American Indian, but only small disadvantaged business or only service disabled vets. Mm -hmm. Those are the four categories. And so that's right. where the <clears throat> advantage comes in. But if you don't respond to the sources sought, Right. Which happens way too many times out here. And I don't know why. I haven't figured that out. We have clients here who can do this stuff and they have those categories. Right. But they don't respond to the source of side notes. So the government turns around and it's like them putting out a, a survey. Yeah. And yeah. nobody turned anything back. And they go, oh, well, it looks like no small business can do it. Full and open competition. Anybody Ooh. in the world can bid on it. Yep. And, and who's going to win? The big boys well, just The big boys win, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. They already have the template. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's the key is responding to that source sure. of sight notice. I mean, yeah, yeah I, and I totally believe that because, yeah. um, you know, I want a, I, I want a, a business 
purely because I answered the phone one time. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, it, this was GTA. I can believe that. Yeah, GTA was privatizing. There was a group out of uh, Chicago that was going to buy it. And, um, you know, it was, they were they were mm -hmm. a stateside company. Mm -hmm. And they knew that they... The Shamrocker. Yeah, Shamrock. Right so they, they knew that they had to um, uh, do the communication locally because they needed to, like, you know, do it so that the employees felt safe about it, et cetera, right. et cetera. And... Um, I was so lucky because I was traveling and I get back and I get this, there's a post-it note and it says, um, Rob Smith called for you and would like a call back. And this is his number. Didn't say what or what the business was just, and it was a U.S. number. And I had just come back from a trip and, and finally got in the office um, after a couple of days of rest and, it was a weekend, so I came in. I was like looking at it. I was like, okay, I'll do that later. I'll do this later. And I, this post-it was there. I was like, oh, man, who's calling me? You know, I'm starting to think like publisher's clearinghouse. <laughs> you know. The, the dream. I know, do, do, I owe do I owe money on a magazine <laughs> right. subscription? I don't know what. Right. I was like, yeah. so So I called my secretary. I said, hey, who's this guy? Because oh, he didn't really leave him like a reason, but he said it... He said he'd like a call back. And yeah. I said, I said, okay. And, and I actually left it for like a day or two. It wasn't on the priority. Wow, so you almost didn't call back. Yeah. I almost didn't, but <laughs> yeah. I know, but I intended yeah, to. Yeah. It just wasn't on the priority. Yeah. Like, and, and, and the time zone was kind of weird. I didn't know how to, uh, what time Iowa was yeah. that matched up Guam. Right. And, and that wasn't, you know, today that would have been an email, but yeah. But at that time, it was a phone call. And yeah. yes, we were using email, but that wasn't how you did business. Yeah. Email came after the business was sort of solidified over a phone call. That's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, after you made point of contact with yeah, the phone, yeah. then you would send email. So anyway, I called this guy and I go, hello. Um, and he's like, you know, is this, uh, this in-house? I said, yeah. This is the name yeah. of the company, in-house creative. I go, yeah. Oh, okay, great. Um, thanks for calling me back. I said, we're interested in hiring a local agency to do the communication work for our transition from, you know, public to private. Would you be interested? I said, yeah. He goes, well, what would, what, what would be your fees? You know, what are you going to charge? Right. I said, well, it's hard to tell you now. I mean, you, you put me on a spot. I don't, I don't know what the work's going to entail. Right. He goes, just give me a round figure, you know. 500 bucks an hour. He's like, he's like 100,000, 200,000. I go, you know, I was kind of quiet. The second one. <laughs> well, I was kind of, I was kind of quiet because I had never heard that kind of number on yeah. a, at a local conversation. Every, every, they're always trying to get you down to, to nothing. Yeah. This one, he was going, going up. up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I was like, and, you know. It's a reverse. So I was no, like, no, no. quiet. He's like. He goes, I get it. You know, maybe you guys need more. Uh, I could probably afford about three hundred sixty thousand. Um, but if we get the gig, you know, if we if the if the deal happens, I said, well. And he goes, how much would we have to spend for media? I go, I don't know. Uh, you know, the beer guys spend about a million dollars a year advertising on Guam. So telecoms do the same. So you'd have to spend that kind of money media wise. You know, not to me, but. Media wise, mm -hmm. he goes okay. So we're looking at like one point six million. I go something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he goes okay, great. I'll tell you what. Uh, here's my email. Send me an email. Let's send everything you just said to me, and uh, and and I'll be I'll be in touch. And I said oh okay. So I wrote down 
his email hung up. I was like, man, is this a fucking joke, right? Like, yeah. Nobody talks like that locally. So, like, you know, they was like, how cheap can you do it? You know, this yeah. was like, how much will it cost? So, anyway, I sent, I sent an email, boom, boom, boom. I don't think much of it. And a week later, he calls me and goes, hey, congratulations, you have the job. I said, oh, great. Who else uh, bid for it? He's like, nobody else. I go, nobody wanted this? He goes, nobody would call me back. I said, oh. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. But did you even know what the job was? Well, I, I, at that point, the you knew, once I sent that, the email, yes, I yeah, kind of okay, knew what okay, we, yeah. we did, and and we and they were clients for eight years, you know. Nice. And uh, yeah. and uh, I was like, oh yeah. So I now, yeah. I, even today, a valuable yeah. lesson. It, it pays to respond, man. <laughs> respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. it's not so much the phone call, but respond. <laughs> Responsiveness is a key. In yes, the, in federal and contracting too. Especially, That's what they're looking yeah. For, and I've had I've had that yeah. incident happen maybe yeah. a, a few more handful of times. Yeah. Where um, people that I have written off, and I don't mean like in, in yeah. a bad way, like they, they're just, the, let's just put it this way. The last time I saw them, they had nothing to their name, right? Right. And they were like, they gone. And then like, I don't know, five years later, they, you get a phone call and say, hey, I'm going to do this. And you're like, you, you remember, you're like, man, that guy didn't have anything. Right. Five years ago, how could he be doing what he just described yeah, yeah, yeah. to me? But you just put caution to you know, yeah. and and you just say, okay, man, we'll 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 help you, right? And it works out, you know. Yeah. But like, if I lived, I guess that's the lesson I'm trying to uh, convey here on the podcast yeah. is like, if you don't try, right, you're never gonna know. And I think that's this right. is the beauty of your program. That's the old Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. Wasn't his saying, uh, "You miss all yeah. the shots you never take." Yeah, you miss yeah. all the shots you never take. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you got to take the shot. Yeah. yeah. Which is a little different from Mike Tyson's, right? You always have a game plan until someone punches you in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that could be another another way of looking at business, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, everybody got a business plan until it, yeah. you know, it's about to fail. All right. But um, but yeah, and I think that your service allows for that guidance that, that uh Yeah, so that yeah, maybe know. You know, we can describe our services trying to make people ha uh, take a more comfortable shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead of just, okay, you're way at that far end there. Yeah, Try yeah. to shoot. The, here, we'll teach you a little more <laughs> to get you right on the free throw line, yeah. right? And you could probably make this shot. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> dumb fuck, stop shooting from the three-point shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come here. You we'll can't, show you. You we'll can't handle you. the yeah. 30 million contract. Come over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just opened, you dumbass. So, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. so, I, I well, I was thinking yeah. while you were talking earlier, I was like, well, how, do, how does a small company, you know, get to the point where they have at least a couple of years under their belt. Like some comp some places, like uh, they require two years minimum, right? Four years minimum sometimes. Well, you know, just in regular, like when you're applying for a job anywhere, like, well. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like they were like, but oh. But not a federal contract. No. So you, 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 you can, need to have, well, you need to have experience. So they, they yeah. have two things. They don't things. care how long the company's been around. They just, they care who, no, who has it the matter, experience. Well, no, yeah, because you see a lot of people there. I, I, there's a guy I know who started his own MET company, the Munitions Explosive, yeah. right? Yeah. Where they remove the stuff from the ground. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're, before they build the building. Um, but he just started his company. and mm. But he used to work on the big projects. He worked I when see. they built the Naval Hospital and some so, other building. Yeah. So he's got the experience. So as long as you were the project manager for a prime or something like that, and you right. have the experience. Right. Then you can put that on your capabilities. You can uh, tell. No, the yeah. principals don't yeah. have to have the experience, right? It could be it could be a no. key person. It, yeah, there's key people in. Yeah, that. that's enough. RMEs and they call them responsible management employees. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so that's I mean, an example, kind of going back to someone who, I, I know a construction company who, the person came over here as an H2 work. Oh, yeah, okay. Then, after a few years of that, they started their own company mm. out here. Um, uh, he became a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. And totally into construction. And I start, you know, he started his own company, was a subcontractor for a long time. Right. Now he's a prime and he's still a small business, right? He's still in the small business category. But last year in FY20, when you would go to, there's a website called USA Spending. Okay. You go to this website and it tells you for the last 10 years where the federal government has spent their money. And you can do a profile, you can do a state profile. So you could do Guam and, uh, and see the top five um, vendors, federal right. vendors. Yeah, the vendors, yeah. And so you had in there Cortec yeah. number one, right? Uh, DZSP number two, uh, another large, Hensel Phelps, maybe number three. And then this guy was number four, small yeah. business. I was yeah. like, holy shit. This guy's rolling. <laughs> this guy's rolling in bank. He did like 60 mil. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are the margins typically on something like this? Or is it very so Constru- much? It depends. Yeah. So that's the key to these successful construction companies. Yeah. I mean, the margins aren't huge, but they can be if you know how to do, thing, do things a certain way. And, and yeah. if you can save on the labor and the overhead, that just becomes bottom line right there. All right. Know, so. And then how, how difficult is it to get the bonding that's required? That's for that? the big part. Yeah. Always that's why you kind of partner there. with primes, huh? Because they, they have the leverage, the primes have the leverage to get the bonding. Yeah, but a lot of primes want their subs to get their own bonding. Oh, really? Yeah, they won't bond their subs. Wow. Well, I can't say a lot. Some primes won't bond their okay. subs. Yeah. Some do, some won't. Actually, before in the in the past, a lot of primes would, almost every prime would just, just go under our bond. Yeah. But now the bonding companies don't even like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Too many defaults or something? Yeah, and, you know, because then the prime is, you know, the prime is responsible for the job, period. Yep. Right. If, so if they sub out 80% of the job and that guy walks away... Yeah. That prime's still responsible. Yeah, they're fucked too. Yeah, and they're screwed exactly. And, yeah. and then the bonding company screwed because yeah. they took the bond, and now they gotta they gotta actually find the replacement. Right. You know. Um, so, and I've seen that happen, and that's no fun for anyone, man. So, is yeah. the bond amount just vary based on project, or is it just the bond the amount number? Oh, based on project. Yeah. yeah. Based on project. Yeah. 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 So bonding is insurance, right? Yeah. So if yeah. You, you know you gotta have a good relationship. With the company, you know, right. there's, there's only like three or four out here that do treasury listed bonds, which is what the federal government what they wants. Need. Yeah, so and who are those just, companies? Uh, I think Cassidy's, Takagi. Oh man, who's the third one? Oh, um, what's her name? Orlean Ariola AXS Access Insurance. Yeah, Orlean Fishers. Yeah, Ariola. I should say. So she, Frank. She's your wife. She, <laughs> well, she came from Cassidy's, right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Um, and uh, oh, she's man. a broker, right? So, and Moylan's. Oh no, oh, Moylan's. Moylan's. Moylan's yeah, Moylan's does it. Okay. Um, yeah, so bonding—that's probably the, one of the biggest headaches. That's kind of an impediment to the smaller businesses yeah. because they don't have the relationships yet with the bonding companies. And the bonding companies here, you know. That's just for construction for any all projects. You know, some service projects require bonding too, but really? most. Okay. If it's a product, you're just going to do the 50 desks and chairs. Yeah. That's probably not going to be You don't need that. Yeah. It's like, okay. And is there like uh, restrictions on where it comes from? China or Mexico? Yeah, by American. By American Act. Okay. That's a pain in the ass. No, that came during the Trump era, didn't it? No, it's been around since the 30s or something like that. Oh, has it? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. um, 
Trump added added to it with an executive order, and then Biden added to it too. And he's Biden actually is making it more more uh, American, more restrictive. Oh, really? To, for foreigners, for foreign imports and things like that. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it's but there's so many loopholes too. Right. There's so many loopholes, and it's one of the webinars we we teach on, and we got to every time we do it, we have to update it because the things change all the time. <laughs> How to be slippery? One oh one. But basically, you know, the U.S. doesn't make much anymore. Right. So we have trade agreements. Right. right? Just right, a, a little right, right, background right. on the buyer market. So if uh, your product is coming from a country that has a trade agreement, and there's a list, you can see it in the federal regulations. Yeah. Um, then that product. Based on the dollar amount, the volume that you're selling. Um, so basically, it has to be over the small business threshold because the small, small business stuff, they really want to keep it American. Gotcha. But the larger stuff, you know, okay, you can branch out and get. So let's say it's a desk, let's keep going desks and chairs, and uh, Korea is on the free trade agreement, and you sell Korean desks and chairs, those will count as American. I see. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there is there like a, a bid where I provide Cuban cigars to officers? Hey, good luck. Well, that's, I think there was that guy. What was his name? Fat, fat. It was a, there was a guy in a Navy. Oh, is there? A Navy uh, contractor. Oh, no fat shit. Leonard. Fat Leonard? In Singapore. Oh, you should Google this guy, man. Okay. I'll have he to... had a bunch of officers in his pocket. Really? Is he still yeah. alive? Uh, is he's he in jail. jail? Oh, is he in jail? I, think oh. he, I don't know if he's still alive. I wonder if I can zoom him and say, hey, Fat Leonard. Yeah. You want to be but on the podcast? Got, I mean, he was doing the cigars and the drinks and the and the prostitution and everything. Prostitution, too? He was too? getting them all oh, hooked man. up, man. And he got all the contracts. No shit, huh? Yeah. That's why they call him Fat Leonard? Mm-hmm. Fat Lenny? <laughs> Fat Leonard, man. He's famous. So I guess it's kind of true. It's rigged sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those, but, weren't, those weren't construction. Oh, yeah. So, okay, let me ask a, a, a little more subjective question. All right. Um, right now, the way you look at it, and, and we're yeah. focusing on Guam. Okay. Um, what's worrying you right now with um, how, what's happening locally or nationally in terms of how it affects Guam? What's, what's, what's your biggest sort of worry, concern with the uh, area of work you're doing? And not necessarily like your staff or yourself, I mean like, how things are going to get screwed up here to the point where nothing's yeah. happening. What's, what's, uh, like, what's a top, top, top of mind, uh, concern if you have any for my, with our program, with your program and how, and your clients, like what's facing yeah. your clients. Yeah. Is it going to be like a war with China is going to be like, yeah, I mean, that's that might actually help, can't. right? That might well, actually help. Not for everyone's obliterated, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, economic <laughs> war, I should say economic war. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, you know, Guam is in a great spot right now. Yeah, yeah. Considering about 98, 99% of all the federal contracting out here is Department of Defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And their budget never gets cut. Right. Or rarely gets cut. Right? Well. So, and then we have this, you know, buildup going on, so. Partnership. Partnership, there we yeah. go. <laughs> so, I think the worry is after Okay. After sure. after the Marines are here, then what? Okay. What is that experiment? What's, is it going to be just maintenance? Because if it's just yeah. maintenance stuff, no, are we going to still keep building up things? Or, right. Um, and then where are all those contractors who got in and all these guys who just, you know, became large or just start, developed their businesses, where are they going to go? Right. The what local are they gonna guys do? They're going to have to take over local. And then right. is there enough work out here for everyone afterwards? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably the big concern. Well, I know like just from a, building standpoint like you said yeah. earlier construction is the number one spend by the yeah. feds 
I mean, good luck trying to build your own house right now or, you know, yeah. building your own commercial building because the cost of labor, the cost of doing business. You know, I hear is, that all is, the time, but is if you go to my street down in geo there's yeah. probably 12 houses being built right now that's probably, all in different areas that's right it's because these <laughs> those are the construction workers who have gotten paid so much they're like i'm gonna build my own goddamn house now and they're going fast i mean i'm yeah. watching these there's two to the side of me yeah. i'm like dang they're building that fast yeah no I, it's hard it's hard to get yeah. uh uh carpenters and those skilled workers but i guess yeah. that's good for like guys like bert johnson and right, you know right. who's doing the trade academy and stuff but uh, okay so let's let's flip the script yeah what are the opportunities that we're looking at next five to ten years you know in terms of uh the uh economy based on what your understanding is yeah i'm still with department of defense I yeah. mean, it's it's all hitched to department of defense they're they're, they're the saviors i mean yeah i mean you want to tie it in locally hopefully tourism comes back and, mm. you know um but you think there's enough military spending that's going to just sort of leak into the local economy? Yeah, it or saved it, 2020. Well, plus, it, plus all the Yeah, or is it going to go money. off somewhere else? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's always the big thing, right? Um, yeah. If we get enough local participation, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they say it's going to go off somewhere else. But, I mean, where is the average construction company, where's their big spend? Pro, uh, supplies, yeah. right? And payroll, yeah. And the payroll is pretty much local. I mean, maybe the execs, sure. you know, uh, but that money still gets spent here. There is some kind of multiplier effect going on. Right. Uh, to me, I think. Right? Yeah. I try to remain optimistic about that. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, right, right now is a great time because the peak is going to happen here. Any, okay, so you don't think now. the peak happened yet? It's no, it's about no, to happen. no. It's going to happen probably twenty, twenty three, twenty four. That's the peak, mm -hmm. man. And then CNMI is going to see some huge DOD spending because of Tinian. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're looking probably at a billion bucks being is spent that, on Tinian. Yeah. Just on Tinian? On Tinian, yeah, nothing. No, the Tinian's the divert airfield. So in case uh, anything happens to Anderson, yeah, all the planes meet up in Tinian. I've always said, yeah. just follow Bob Jones. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows something always, yeah, yeah. and he, you know he's uh, he's been in Tinian all this time. Oh yeah, Triple J just built a little yes hotel there. So I'm like, and they bought a bunch of land because I think they're going to build some barracks. Yeah, yeah. I said just follow Bob Jones. Well, yeah, I, I've been telling people. I know a couple he's, of people who pipe. own land in Saipan. Yeah, and I'm like, well, they're probably going to re. They're going to bring that ferry back. Yeah, because they're. The CBs have been all over that port in Tinian, right. and so they're trying to get that thing. And if they do, they're going to have to. You can't bring things over on those little planes, man. You, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you need ferry. boats. You yeah, need boats, you right? boats. So they're going to have to do that ferries. And if they do that, you might not need all the 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 housing for the labor because they're they expect. Oh, huh, I saw a thing on from the military where they said the least amount of you know workers on on Tinian that they expect to have is probably going to be three hundred. The, but they're and that's probably, huge for Tinian. Yeah, but they expect yeah. probably anywhere from eight hundred to fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's right? big. Yeah, so where are they going to stay? Yep, you're going to build barracks on Tinian, right? I'm or they get that ferry service going, and you build barracks on Saipan. You just ship them over every Go morning. Back and forth, yeah. yeah, a couple of hours a day. Yeah, so yeah. I've been telling people who have land in Saipan, man, you might want to look at. <laughs> Yeah. Start getting some barracks ready. Right. <laughs> just, I'm telling you, just follow Bob Jones. What's Bob Jones yeah. doing? Okay, just do yeah. something similar. Exactly. Yeah, Mr. Jones is a very smart man. Very mm. He knows the opportunities ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and DOD, 
historically in CNMI has not been a big spender. It's all been mm. FEMA money in the past couple of years because of this. They had the right. typhoon dolphin, right, 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 um, and the casino money. Yeah, well, I'm talking about federal federal spend. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that, now, might, that might be federal Chinese spend. I don't know. <laughs> well, the casino money. I was saying, joke. I said, well, now there's federal spend. They're like, what do you mean? The, the the federal government doesn't own the casino. I go, no, but they own the FBI. That's right. There's a lot of FBI's now in Saipan. Yeah, there are. You're looking at that it's business. A lot here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I should get them on a podcast. You hey. should. Dude. They're <laughs> really cool to talk to. I've yeah. talked to. Yeah, so we do this cybersecurity seminar, yeah. and then FBI does theirs too. Yeah. We do the from the DOD point of view, and they do it from the FBI point of view, and it sometimes don't match. That's so quite interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're pretty yeah. cool guys. I've, yeah. I know a couple of the uh, FBI agents that uh, yeah. were living in Saipan, and they're totally cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, they were staying staying at the same hotel, and I was like, man, these guys don't look military. They don't look construction yeah and they're always walking around with binoculars <laughs> bird watchers must be fbi <laughs> yeah. all right so you know I, I we started with uh uh your sister-in-law sasha's wife not wanting to be here oh yeah yeah and we're going to full circle back to that sort of theme so why should people stay put here you know like mm-hmm. we've hit a kind of a rock bottom with covid you know and with a lot of the Surprisingly, a lot of businesses were making money, but then yeah. there's the other side that made no money and they're closing out. Right. It's depressing for some, uh, for a lot. But here we are kind of getting out of that hole, meaning, you know, there's the vaccine and there's talk about, okay, if you have the vaccine, you can get back to work. You don't have to wear a mask, right. blah, 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 right? Okay, that's all something else. It's all politics and stuff, but... From your understanding of um, military contracts, from your understanding of the potential and opportunity for local businesses and international businesses that are here doing business, ergo jobs, um, what's what? Why should they stay put here the next five to ten years? I, I understand you said military, yeah, but, yeah. but specifically more like get into it a little bit more. Wait, yeah, what, what do you the, think? It's subjective, I think obviously. You know, to me, the problem here isn't COVID. Yeah. It's the government's response to COVID, right? That's pretty, right. That's in my mind. Right? right, right. And that's overall in the U.S. as well. Everybody's uh, had yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if, you know, we hear all these others, oh, what, 20, 30,000 people out of work and uh, right. a bunch of biz- businesses are, but it, I mean, actually not a bunch, few, very few businesses actually closed. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet, but yeah, I mean... Because they were being sort of, you know... Right. But I mean, we I, I guess we figured when you say 20, 30,000 people are out of work and they're mostly in the re- in the bar and, and restaurant, yeah, hotel and food, hospitality yeah. sector. Yeah. But you don't see all those places like totally shut down. I guess right. you're right. We won't know until they're all fully allowed to open. Well, but I, but be, they've been yeah. being I'd, subsidized. I'd be interested yeah. in seeing how many evictions are going to happen in the next... Six to eight months. But that's the other thing. So uh, me and my dad had this conversation, actually. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I'm a landlord. Right. And I can't evict anyone right now, right, right. until uh, when When is this? When are you allowed to? September or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Okay, if I'm a victim, who's going to take their place? I know. Are there people there to take the place? Right. Are there people there to pay the rent? If there aren't, then what's the point of evicting them? At least right. maybe they'll, I'm, I know this tenant, right? And I know that once their business starts going again, then they can catch up on their payments, right? Yeah. Whereas if I take the chance with a new person, a new business who... 
It's well, like I, I don't think that's eh. even. I mean, for for I don't want to eh. you know like lump sum everybody in the same yeah. category, but because there have been some landlords that have been very understanding about the situation, yeah. but they're in a good place financially. Like they're not spread thin, right? You know, some they're of probably, these their their buildings are paid off. They yeah, don't have to worry about. But it. then yeah. there there's that new generation right. of building owners who 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 are spread thin, right? You know, got in. With speculation, with the military partnership, you know, all yeah. that stuff. And they've bought these things and they're sort of upside down right now. Right. And I think they're just looking at it going, look, I'm going to look at what kind of legislation's going to come out. If there's going to be relief for uh, landlords who who have, who empathize with renters, you know, um, and I have a, I have an avenue of money through that, then I'll let yeah. them stay. But... Otherwise, I'm going to kick them out and try to sell the building, or I'm going to kick them out and try to find other relief, like saying, well, you know, I have no tenants because of COVID yeah. or whatever it is. You know, it's it's really going to be dependent on how the next couple of uh, uh, relief bills come out in the stimulus bills, you know, whatever, the grants that come out and say, yeah. this is how you're going to get paid and relieved of the debt burden. Because if if you're a tenant, Unless your, unless your last twelve months have been forgiven, somehow there's no way you're going to catch That's up. That's right. You're not. You're, <laughs> you're not going to catch not, up. Yeah. No matter, you know how understanding the landlord right, right. is. There's just no way, you know. You yeah, know, there has to be some type of forgiveness or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, you you can't you can't yeah you can't double your sales in a, you know in a in a recovery. Yeah, so period. I guess so the question is, will that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, going back to the, what do I foresee in? five, yeah. 10 years here. I, I still think, uh, Guam is still a good place to, yeah. to do business. And even in the pandemic, we saw new businesses opening, Yeah, which is, I didn't even imagine that was going to happen at all, but it did, you know? And so Mostly Guam, guys people in Guam are pretty adaptable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that song, I mean, yeah. the Sinatra song, the New York, New York, if yeah. I can make it here, I can make it yeah. anywhere. I've always changed that verse to, to apply to Guam. Right. Like, if you can make it in Guam, yeah, you can make it anywhere. Because yeah. it's pretty tough to do business here, you know, with all the all the uh, the small market, the expense right. to live, the expense to operate. I mean, you've got to bring everything overseas to here, right? Um, unless you're a farmer, I guess. But even then, that's <laughs> you know, it's tough because um, you got to yeah. you got to bring the rain from California, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. so so yeah, it's just tough to do business here. But yeah. if you can figure it out. You know, I mean, I had yeah. Ken Cook um, as like my, I think I want to say my second or third guest. And we're talking about, this was at the peak of COVID. And so we're doing right. this little Zoom thing. And I go, you know, it's adapt or die, right? Mentality. And I go, yeah. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you have to. And, but, but it, when the government gets steps is, is in your way to adapt. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to adapt to government because the yeah. government's sort of a, you know, its own volatile yeah. environment, if you will. Yeah. But, and, and, and the opportunities are there in the federal side. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see federal spend slow down at all. Right. In you fact, know? they were ramping up. Yeah. And so, I mean, the base construction yeah. took a little pause. <clears throat> Some services took a little pause, but not for very long. You know? Yeah. Well, and you so, know, yeah. I'm glad we yeah. kind of de debunked some of the uh, mythology of yeah. the, uh, the minority owned or whatever it is. What's the technical word for that? Uh, uh, so they call them socioeconomic categories. Socioeconomic categories. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was noticing like all my friends, like they were getting into business with their wives. 
And yeah, I'm like, you know, that's dangerous, man. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, not, and I don't mean that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking about because. So, all right. So there's there's the there's something known as the woman owned small business program. Yeah. Right. Right. And that program started in 2016. Right. And it was basically a self certification. You mm. just had to go to. All the companies, if you want to be a federal contractor, you got to register your company in a database. The database is known as SAM. Right. System for Award Management. So people just had to check a box in SAM saying, yes, I'm woman-owned. Right, right, right. right. And they weren't following the rules. The rules, the regulations had some pretty strict regulations on what is considered woman-owned. Like the number one thing being the the woman-owner or owners, meaning 51% or more majority. Right have to have full and unconditional control of the company. Okay. Nobody they, was doing that. They can just be a figurehead, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And so what, what does that mean, full and unconditional control? Well, the, the rules described it. Right. They got to be the highest paid, the highest officer. They right. got to sign the bank the checks. Right. If the company wants to buy something, they decide if the company right. can buy it or not. Right. Right. So that's full and unconditional control. Sure. Right? They couldn't just be some yeah. figurehead, you know. Yeah. And so what we saw was people weren't doing that. Mm. And in fact, someone on Guam got busted for that. Oh, did they? Yeah. Can we name names? Um, was it in the paper? It's public record. It was in the paper, yeah. Who was it? It was, um, it was a UOG uh, professor who had a side company, put his wife in charge, and he was doing oh. all the work. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I don't know the name off the top of my head. Um, so anyways... Uh, SBA had enough of that. And oh, okay. just this past year in, in uh, July, 2020, it said, okay, this is, we're not doing self, self-certification self anymore. No, this is an official program now and you're going to have to send all your documents to us and we're going to look through them and make sure. I see. And so, I see. Yeah. yeah. I guess. So yeah. actually now is a great time to do the woman owned thing. Sure. Because, especially if you're a legit woman owned because right. they're going to vet you. They're going to give you a certificate. Yes, you're woman owned and it's, and, and you're like, going to see the contracting folks start using that set aside more because mm-hmm. now they know it's official. It's that's no, it's, the golden it, ticket. Yeah, that certification. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. Willy Wonka ticket. There you go. <laughs> the golden ticket. The golden yeah. ticket. Well, okay, yeah. cool. I learned a lot of things today. Thanks for <laughs> sure. uh, kind of expanding my understanding of this program. Um, so, if somebody wants to hook up with you guys, your plenty of your recommendation is first establish have an established business go through the um yes have an established business your first contract is not going to be a federal contract you need to get some experience first yeah 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 so go see the small business development center go see the people over there uh fred that he's running that program now yeah and there's a bunch of people they got a ton of money oh my god yeah. sba gave them a ton of money and I don't even think he knows how to spend it all. You might want to call him. Hey. <laughs> hey, you need some advertising? Yeah. I, hear I hear you're flush with cash. Yeah. I heard you need to change build up with partnership. I came up with that. Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> 20,000. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, go see okay. them. Get your company started. Get a few contracts under your belt, private sector, GovGuam, whatever. Right. And then you want to hit the federals, and then we'll help you. Now, okay. how does the prime go out and uh, let the subs know they're interested in hiring them? They just put an ad out or what? what you what you see that a lot. You see okay. the ads in the newspaper. Okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Or you, if you're, you know, if you're, I'm going to go with construction again, because we see a yeah. lot of that. Uh, if you're part of GCA, they put it out in their newsletters. Okay. So it's important, uh, it. important to maybe join some of these Def, organizations. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, Absolutely we, we right. probably should have talked about that. That's yeah. just marketing 101, man. You got to be involved in the community. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's who you know. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That yeah. helps of a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. That reminds yeah. me of an old joke where yeah. it's like, you, 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 it's basically like an hour. You, you talk about this one storyline and it, you know, it ends with the, it ends with, oh, Mike knows the Pope, you know, because Mike's this, this character named Mike, you're like, and Mike went this and Mike, and he kept saying, it's not who you know, it's what, and it's not what you know, it's who you know. And then at some point, Mike is there next to the Pope, Pope John, this is, dates the joke, but he's waving and his friend's like, well, what do you know? Mike knows the Pope. And then he, he hears the people around him going, oh my God. I didn't know the Pope knows Mike. <laughs> all the all the crowds are like, "Oh my God, the Pope knows Mike." <laughs> so that was like always like, yeah. "Yeah, it's who you know." It is. It's it, totally and that, yeah. and especially on a small island, yeah. that helps a lot. You got to right. be in the circles. Yeah. Well, I I think that's good, man. I mean, um, I want to get into your other things, but before before we wrap up, uh, you want to do a shout out to your kids? I know they can't listen to this yet, but uh, my kids, yeah, yeah. What's your kids' names? Should we start with? Um, I'll start with my boy Noah. Noah? He's actually living with me now. Oh, good. So my house has like a one bedroom, one bath extension. We had a little uh, outdoor patio thing that we enclosed, and that's his one. That's cool. Living room and kitchen and all. Nice. Him and his girlfriend. How is how old is twenty four? Oh, his big boy. Yeah. So it's like a he needed an apartment. He was living yeah. with his girlfriend at his girlfriend's parents. I see. Apartment. Now you <laughs> I was <yeah>. like, dude. <laughs> now do you find yourself like more like how your dad and you were dynamic or are you a completely different dad? Um hmm. Yeah, I'd have to think about that. Like are you I, a I'm but, pretty hands off with no with no, I just yeah. you know. Are you like a buddy dad or are you like no, a dad dad? I try to give him as much advice as I can. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a dad dad. You're not like, hey, buddy, let's do this. Let's, let's do go party. That. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe back in the Marty's. I try to give him his space yeah. too. Yeah. Maybe back in yeah. the Marty's days. Huh? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you? Have, how many so my, kids? So I have three. Three, okay. And then my daughter, my oldest daughter, is going to be 21 in July. She's living in Vegas. Oh, nice. So shout out to Alex. Hey, Alex. <laughs> yeah, so she's uh, she's trying to make it on her own. Oh, good. Good for her. What's she doing out there? She's working at Treasure Island. She runs this like um, like and it's like a photo booth thing okay. um, with a bunch of the Avengers characters. Nice. And so they all the tourists come and she takes the pictures. So Vegas is there. open, right? They never really most closed, of it, right? No, no, they did. Oh, they did. But most okay. of it's open now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But not everything. I, so I've asked her, and she said, "No, some some places you need a mask, some places you don't. Some so, are fully so open, some she, are not." Did she ever get furloughed during that peak, or she was okay? Mm, they took care of her. Was she had it? Well, she went to Vegas right after high school mm-hmm. because her her mother's uh, brother, her uncle, lives out there. Okay, and so she's staying with him. Yeah. So, uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> she wanted to uh, see Europe, so she actually okay. went and uh, got a job as an au pair, basically okay. a nanny. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at a at a family in France for about nice. a, about a year. That worked out for her. Well, kind well, she was kind of like kicked out of the country because your visa is only good for oh. ninety days. <laughs> <laughs> the tourist visa, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. she's supposed to get the work visa, and she never did. Mm. So what she did was she left okay. and went back and got another tourist visa. Right. And then she worked there like with no visa. For a while, and then I think the family was finally like, okay. Never mind. I think that's it. <laughs> oh, the family turned. Well, in. no, they yeah. didn't turn her in, but they were trying to help her get the work visa, but they said it was just getting too difficult. 
Yeah. Even they couldn't figure out the system. Right, right. So they're right. like, screw this. You know, Sorry. we really like you, but we don't want to take a chance. Yeah. Know? So. Okay. She went back to Vegas and got that job. Yeah. So COVID didn't really affect her too much That's getting good. a job. Yeah. She yeah. got it pretty quick. Yeah. So what's your, yeah. what's your boy doing out here? Your oldest? So he works at McDonald's. Oh, is he? Yeah. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever met him. No, no. So he's, okay. So he's living with you. She, my, my, Alex is living in Vegas. Yeah, so Noah's my boy. Alex no, is Noah. Yeah. Okay. And then my youngest, uh, Christiana, Anna. Anna. Uh, she's gonna be fourteen in July. Oh, that's a big, big gap. Yeah, Ten years. Yeah. Between her and Noah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. She's so the baby. She's the baby. Yeah. She's the last one at her, and she wants to go to the state so bad because <laughs> her sister's there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, she loves the state. Yeah. She's been there a few times. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, huh? Three? Yeah, so she's going to high school. She's going to, yeah. we're debating right now where to go. So where, we'll where do you think Choices, she's leaning? Uh, well, she's leaning St. John's. She really, because okay. she has a couple cousins that go to St. John's. Yeah, it's great. We, yeah. we went to St. John's. Come on. Yeah. I didn't go actually go, I went there like first, second, third. That's, and that's then like, enough. And then seventh grade. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. That's and then enough. after seventh grade, uh, I think I was getting like all C's, maybe yeah. an occasional B. Yeah. And my dad was like, really? I'm spending all this money for that. And I went to public school after yeah. that. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those lifers over at St. John's. And I stayed until- You went there the whole way. Well, yeah. lifer, I'm the OG lifer. So I got out at ninth grade. Right, because it, it stopped have, at ninth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my when I went there, it stopped at ninth. Yeah. yeah, my tuition paid for all the high school. At the, but uh, yeah, I'm an OG lifer. And oh, yeah. uh, then I graduated out of JFK. So it was either FD or JFK. That's where my brother went. My brother went to JFK. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, Sasha and I sort of had the same track. You know, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty right. much. Yeah, in fact, I see, yeah, he played football over there. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, for, for JFK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, no more kids for you. No. You sure? No. I'm pretty sure, man. I'm 51. I don't know if I want to go down another 18, 20 year right. path. Right. <laughs> Maybe a dog then. Yeah. Yeah. I get I'm a thinking. Dog. I'm thinking a dog. Yeah. When I retire, yeah. that's when I get a dog. So what do, you, what do you do when you're not helping people with uh, with their yeah. with their business? What's what's so right now? For you? I got yeah. this house in Gigo that I bought a couple of years ago, and I just started like fixing it up. Okay. So that's my, a lot of my right. time is that. Like yeah. right now, I'm doing the flooring. Then after that's gonna be the bathrooms and. Now you a hands-on do-it-yourself guy? Or? I'm learning. Yeah. It's not the greatest. You go to Home best. Depot every weekend, pretty much. Replacing the tiles you <laughs> fucked up. You're like, <laughs> you're like oh, I always yeah. look for the easiest method. Like, what's the easiest way to yeah. do this? You're like, hey. it's a lot of YouTube. Yeah. A lot of you watching YouTube. Oh yeah, that could work. That yeah, could I got work. a neighbor who does that. Every time he starts a project, he'll have like a YouTube lesson, and then yeah. he'll, then he'll just. Punch it out. It helps so much, man. YouTube yeah. really helps. I, I, you know, <laughs> I should be more like him. I just, I'm like just trial and error guy, you know, like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, go, that's what I'm doing. I go, but there yeah. goes my finger. <laughs> that's not how you use a saw. <laughs> yeah. But YouTube is that good yeah. base to start with. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Work for this guy. So. Yeah. Now, is this going to yeah. be home you retiring or are you going to like No, I think, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, my daughter, when she's, she's got what, four more years of school. Yeah. I'll be about 55, 56. My, I don't know if I'm going to stay around here or my, my move on mode. I'm not going to retire. I might, yeah. I might get one more job, but whatever yeah. job I get next is going to be the last job. Okay. Yeah. Now, where, where are you planning to head out if you do? Uh, someplace in the U.S. Yeah. Maybe near my brother. He's over in Tennessee. It's a pretty yeah. nice area. I've been talking about Montana a lot with Kelly. Like, 
Let's go to Montana. It's really nice. Wide open, man. That's yeah. Gets In fact, horses. I'm already designing a house. You know, to, you know how to ride a horse? Uh, yeah, the one that rocks. <laughs> get some farm. Get some farmland. <laughs> I appreciate sure You know, I, I blame. Lots of guns. I blame uh, Mike Cassidy and uh, the Cassidy family for me not liking horses. What? Yeah, Those yeah. guys are all I, over it. Exactly. What happened? And so I go to their house. I'm a young kid, maybe 10, whatever, kid from Dededo, right? I know how to ride the shit out of a bike, but it's a live animal. A little different. Yeah, a live animal. Don't start pedaling. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, <laughs> just just ride on the back with me, right? And, uh, you know, he's got a saddle, but I'm, I'm, I'm on some towel that they got, you know, some kind of... <laughs> they didn't give you the, the saddle? No, he was a saddle. So I'm like, he's like, just hold on to me. So I'm holding on. Oh, you're on the same horse. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm on the right. same horse. Yeah. And he goes... He goes, you doing all right? I go, you know, you just hop it up yeah. and down because you got yeah. no, you got no. What are those called? The the straps the, for your feet. Um, oh, stirrups. stirrups. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, no stirrups yeah. to keep your feet in. Right. Oh, okay. So you're just swinging around. I'm yeah, just going yeah. all over the fucking place. Yeah. Boom, left, right. <laughs> boom. It's like, oh shit. You know, and I'm just holding on for dear life. And he's like, there's a full gallop. Boom. And I feel like I'm gonna fall off this stupid horse yeah. and I'm gonna die. And you know. I haven't had sex yet. And, you know, it's like, like the worst feeling, right? <laughs> 10 or whatever. Like, I'm going to die a virgin. And, um, and then so we finally get down. And it's like, yeah, it's fun, right? You want to ride? I go, no, no, I'm good. And then a lot of people don't understand this about, you know, when you see a horse from a, from a TV or something. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. But you can't smell it. No. <laughs> That's true. You can't smell it. So you just <laughs> you just think of the beauty and the expectations yeah. that are set from yeah. watching a horse all your life at yeah. that point up until 10 mm. is it's a majestic animal. Yeah. It's going to smell great. You know, Lone Ranger <laughs> rides it. He can jump off a train and, and you know, hook on and it's, it's all good. And, you know, and it was a terrifying ride. And then my jeans was black on my ass because it was just all that horse sweat. Oh, God. I smelled like a horse. And uh, yeah, it was like the worst yeah. introduction to a horse anybody could have. So after that, I was like, fuck the horse, man. <laughs> I ain't even fucking riding no horse. Now, I don't know if you want to go to Montana then, right? But, 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 yeah. But now that I'm an old, you know, older, wiser. You give it another shot? Yeah, I'll give it another shot. You know, a little trot, yeah. you know. If I have it, a good I have a good friend in Montana. Uh, yeah. Mary uh, Walks Over Ice. That's her last name. Walks Over really? Ice. Really? Indian. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so... Uh, Maybe I get a mule. Steelers fan. That's a, oh. that's how we connected because I'm a Steelers fan too. Oh, so. well, fuck her then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I saw Raiders? Your, yeah, Raiders I saw, fan? I, yeah, I saw your Steelers. He's, he brought a Steelers koozie, this guy. Yeah, yeah I need a new one. This thing's falling apart right <laughs> Yeah, the Iron Curtain. But yeah, yeah, so Montana, you know, I was like, yeah. oh, that's clean. You know, we talked about Boise, Montana. You know, wherever. oh man, okay, so you want to be like Canadian border. I don't know, right man. There, I just, man. you know, because I grew up around an island. I love the island. Don't get me wrong. Well, that'd be totally opposite. Exactly. Right. It's like I lived. Yeah. So if I lived almost, I mean, I, I lived off island for college yeah. and stuff. I, right, I lived right. in California for seven years, but so you're like, you know, well, you, you know, you got limited time on this earth. And if you're only, if you're only going to live in, in where you grew up, that's, that's okay. And some people would do that. And yeah. that's, that's cool. That's why travel and vacations were invented. But right. I want a little bit more than that. I want to, you know, I've told my kids already, I go, look, once you guys are all out of the house, you know, and you're, you're on your way with college or yeah. whatever you do in life, 
I might be buried here, meaning I might come back here to for my final resting. Right, right. But I'm not gonna die here. I told him that. So you're gonna have to find me where I'm wherever I am, you know. Where's God? Yeah, so I was originally thinking I was gonna be bohemian and just, you know, gypsy. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so we kinda of joke and say, Well, how many holiday in points can we convert by then? You know, and just basically live in a holiday and every single day and hop or around. Do the Winnebago thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Just get the Winnebago like, and Yeah, I'm like baby, what do you wanna do? Uh continental breakfast? Let's go see what the tourists are doing. <laughs> And then I go, you know, but it might be kind of nice to go have a little ranch somewhere, a little, yeah. you know, something, yeah. experience snow. Well, I was thinking more of like a, a cabin on a lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like In that. In between like right. two mountains. Yeah. Like a nice, cool, yeah. you know. That'd be beautiful, right? Yeah, something that you just... But see, I'm planning my yeah. death already, so I'm like... Yeah, you're okay. going a little too far, man. Well, I'm you like... You still got a ways. Yeah, I said, well, I don't know, but I said, you can't really like choose your day. But when I know it's my time, if I, like, if I, don't I think if anybody I, really knows, yeah, well, if I can, yeah, if I, well, yeah, you can't plan an accident, right? You don't, you can't plan the accident yeah. unless, you know, the last you're, thing you're a conniving murderer. The last like, thing going through your head is probably, yeah, I think this is it. <laughs> yeah. So if I, if I die in a car accident or something that, that's different, but if I'm like, you know, old and I'm just breaking down and I'm just yeah. no good to anybody, let right. alone myself, I've always told the kids, I said, Look, I don't want to go in the hospital. I don't want hospice. Just put me in a wheelchair. Put a lot of, you know, Paul Pack Beer Island honey on me. And let me get to the, <laughs> let me go through the forest. Oh, my God. <laughs> and let the bears eat me. Oh. <laughs> and I will, I will always, I will be there forever. <laughs> and then, of course, one of my kids is like, Dad, after the bear eats, she's going to take a shit. <laughs> You're going to be bear shit. I go, I'll be of the earth. That's it. Dust to dust. <laughs> All right, man. That's good. On that note, we'll end. Uh, right. Everybody, that was Boris. He's over at PTAC. And if you want to check him out, uh, check him out. Otherwise, he's a really cool cat to hang out with. And uh, I think it was last time I saw you. It was a Friday night over at the Hilton Tree Bar. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How was that? Uh, how Lisa's was that band? Yeah, how was that? It's a good band. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, we were we were uh, me and Conrad. You know, Conrad. Oh, yeah, Herbert. Conrad, yeah. Yeah, we go watch uh, her band over at when they were playing at Three Squares. Okay. Oh yeah, different that's band right. though. I think yeah. it's a different different name. And, a little bit louder yeah. too, right? Because they get to at be Three outside. Squares. No. One oh yeah, it's a little bit louder. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we I'll... got Sarge on guitar. Right? Oh yeah, yeah Sarge. Yeah, I love Sarge. Yeah, maybe one of these Fridays I'll hang out with yeah. you out there when I don't have kids on the weekends. But uh, hey, thanks for coming. Sure. Anytime. I, I hope you had a yeah. good time. I did. Thanks right. a lot. Thanks ne- for having me. Next time, yeah. we'll uh, part two, we'll be talking about the TGI Friday days. Oh, God. Where they were giving away the BMW. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. It's all good. All right. Thanks for being yeah. with us. All right. Take care. See all you right. later. Thanks, everyone. Good stuff.